0: yo i just yo yo turn my mic up whoa 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 Whoa. hey you're listening to the ungrown ups i'm matthew across me is ryan that's me and this is episode 69 plus one or episode 70 otherwise known as the The 70th episode so this is one better than 69 i mean it's one well one more yeah
1: yay it's just an extra yeah yeah that's us. Yeah. We're extra, extra. Oh man, I don't know if I would say we're extra, but uh, you
0: know. no, this is a lazy Sunday. Like I, it is. I didn't do much, and I'm fatigued with the amount that I actually did do. Yeah, which is kind of surprising.
1: I have also done basically nothing today. Like I, I mean, I took the dog for a walk this morning, but then I, I took a nap.
0: Yeah. Now, and when I'm, you take the dog for a walk, you're not taking him around the block. You're driving to some park. No,
1: we just went. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. We walked down and then meander. The we just kind of meander and then end up. It was a couple miles.
0: Oh, it's
1: yeah, a, so, a good walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't too bad. I'll take him. It's freaking hot. Uh, there's a heat advisory through September, like 5th or something that just popped up too.
0: But the freaking hot part is, the f- it's not that bad. Today was, I think, 82, 80. No, next
1: week will be 100.
0: Yeah, next yeah. week it gets warm.
1: Yeah. For sure. And then it just keeps going up.
0: Which is weird, considering the time of year that we're in.
1: Welcome to California, where September is our hell.
0: Well, that's what's surprising, yeah. So, I'm looking at the weather forecast next Sunday. So, that'll be the, the Sunday before Labor Day. It'll yeah. be 101. And on Labor Day itself, it'll be 103. Yeah, no. I and don't like that September. Yeah. That just is weird.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. I and mean, I just got back from... So, I was traveling all week, too, which... Well... Not all week, but I was traveling for most, most of, the week. of the week. Yeah, so I left on Tuesday, came back on Thursday. Those are travel days. and
0: That's a pretty no, quick... right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, quick turnaround to go to, to Minneapolis.
0: Yeah? Did you uh, stop by Prince's house? No. Have you done that?
1: Uh, I have not, but the, it's a big deal. I guess when they have clients out there, they take them almost every time to that thing. It's called
0: the Paisley Prince- Park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a- yeah.
1: And apparently the company I work for used to own the property... Oh, no way. And when the, the son was like, hey, what happened to this piece of property? And dad was like, I don't know. I sold it to some prince.
0: That's <laughs> the story that I
1: got. And he's like, what? He had no idea who it was.
0: That's funny. It's pretty
1: funny. So, uh, yeah. So, Minnesota was, was cool. It, like it a, was hot and humid and gross.
0: That, that is the one thing that you do take for granted living in Southern California. Is that, yeah, it's hot. But it has been humid, though. In the
1: early mornings, it's been humid.
0: Yeah, just because of the marine layer sure. from being near the coast. But yeah. it's not anything like it is like in oh, no. the South or in the Midwest right. where... It's just thick when you walk into it and you're just drenched in sweat, yeah. basically.
1: Well, the, this way, in the morning that I left, my flight was like like noon. So yeah. I had time to go to breakfast with a few folks. Okay. And uh, it was weirdly like kind of cold. Like I almost thought, like, hmm, I should put a jacket on. Yeah. We've been, so try- it flip flopped pretty hard.
0: Yeah. We've been trying to minimize our air conditioning usage, not f- for any real reason other than, Let's try avoid paying a huge bill, I yeah. guess. And uh, so at night, like once it once it cools off, you know we'll open the windows and stuff. And a couple of nights, it's actually gotten down into the low sixties, which was kind of nice. Kinda but nice, then yeah. later that same day, it'll get it back up almost at you know eighty eight, yeah. ninety. It sucks there.
1: here. I would love to do that here, but with between the giant ceilings and the lack, they don't really get good airflow. Right. So sometimes at night, I will turn it off and I'll open the door and everything. And but it's there's not enough airflow here, especially since the rooms are mostly closed Yeah, the dog and- doesn't get to roam.
0: Well, it's also like you don't have the ability to open windows that are across from each other. Right. Like, you actually, none of you them can't.
1: Th- no none of them are across from each other
0: right you, you your windows are perpendicular to each other so yeah. you don't really get that cross room no, breeze.
1: and the breeze around here i mean you can see it outside right now it is a little breezy which is just moving hot air around but you know it kind of goes i guess along the street yeah exactly less so at the building right. so that sucks but yeah. I, I have a box fan somewhere
0: the one thing that's weird is like, in my house like we'll open the windows and grayson's bedroom's on the front of the house and his room will just be so nice yeah. inside. Just nice and cool. There's a little bit of a breeze. Our bedroom is on the back side of the house and it's just still. Caught and it's and just gnarly. kinda yeah. And it's just not as it you, you kinda wish that somehow you could flip the dynamic right, of, of how the, the weather moves or how the wind moves outside around the house. I mean I guess you could just claim that room and move him. Yeah, yeah, we could. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, here you go. He, have the bigger room. We'll yeah, take yeah. over your smaller room. Just we just want the coolness. Yes, we want the more temperate overnight temps. So when I got,
1: room. I get off the plane. Well, I didn't even get off the plane in Minnesota and have a, a voicemail. Oh, yeah? It's, yeah, so I answer a voicemail and it's the boarding place that Ripley goes to. Yeah. Which is not what you want, right? You don't right. want that phone call. It's like yeah. getting a call from your kid's daycare. Right. So anyways. Did so, Ripley
0: shit his pants? <laughs> no, he oh. didn't.
1: Um, but he's 10 months old. Almost 11, actually. So he's at that age where, you know, he's still intact and he's uh oh. he's feeling things. Yeah. And so they were like, hey, yeah, it's kind of a problem. Our policy, I guess their policy is 10 months. I was like, I didn't do anything maliciously. Like, I, yeah. I wasn't thinking about it, you know. So he kind of was allowed in the group and then he got a little too too humpy and they yeah. had to pull him all three days
0: or whatever. They was so up. he was in solitary confinement? Yeah, basically.
1: And honestly, like. Don't they have like rubber pants or something for that? Well, I think part it's just he gets, he doesn't like I don't take him to a dog park and just let him run around, and that's what this place is like. Well, yeah, so it's super overstimulating, and he's like, there's dogs that are, you know, female dogs that aren't fixed. There's younger dogs, there's older, so there's like a lot of stuff happening, and so are are you going to be
0: like a dog. Father. no no
1: no 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 so nothing like you know they obviously they removed. he knocked him.
0: up like seven yeah, no,
1: no but they removed him and it's fine and i was just like yeah i get it it's kind of it's kind of embarrassing but also really funny and then was like okay well uh,
0: chip off the old block
1: they're like oh you can't you can't bring him back until he's fixed i was like well you know that's another couple months because long story it's gonna be out well not long story well, isn't after it- a year
0: I was going to say, yeah, is it certain breeds? They yeah, better. you want to wait
1: because of, I guess, it, long-term health implications. They're healthier in the long run. Oh. So it's got to do with, like, letting hormone production and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. Out, right, whatever. So, chem, okay, biology. So anyway, so it's going to be a couple months. Well, I'm going on a trip in September, the day after Labor Day. I get a 7 a.m. flight out of LAX. Where to? To Detroit. Oh. To fly back the next evening.
0: What the hell?
1: Yeah, we're doing it.
0: Uh, qu- are you like picking something up? Thing. Are you couriering?
1: No, no, no. It's a my team my boss is based in Detroit. Okay. He wants it's new. He's the new boss, so he wants to have everybody together. Uh-huh. There's three people in Detroit and other, you. everybody else has to fly in. But well, it's a seven AM from LAX. It's the only flight I could get that gets me there on time.
0: Because the event is that evening.
1: Yeah. So I've never used Rover.
0: So oh that's yeah, what I'm gonna do. I've I've used Rover and I used it back before it was called Rover. It, well, I I think Rover was Wasn't a it separate like,
1: Wagley or something.
0: I knew it as Dog Vacay.
1: Oh okay, and no Waggley's a vet. Sorry. Yeah,
0: and so I don't I think Rover and Dog Vacay were separate entities that merged, uh-huh. unless, unless it rebranded. I don't know, but we met this guy called Jay through Dog Vacay, and he was phenomenal. Yeah, because he would watch the dogs at his house, so you drop them off, and he'd have. Maybe five, six, maybe dogs. Yeah. He had a big yard oh, that's cool. on a hillside and stuff. And every day we would get an email with a picture. Oh, nice! And so we know what the dog was up to. And this right. was with our older Boston Terrier, um, Lola, uh-huh. who was deaf. And the big thing with with Lola is whenever she went to the vet and they put her in the kennel, like while they were waiting, you know, yeah, yeah. she would just howl and screech and just be just maniacal sounds. Right. So we knew that overnight boarding in a kennel situation wasn't, wasn't going to be board. good yeah sure yeah so we, we found this guy jay through dog vacay and he's been phenomenal oh, that's cool um and so we've had great luck with it so hopefully you do the same yeah so i'm it,
1: because it's labor day and that's thrown a little bit of a wrench in the works there's a lot a lot of people that are available yeah but i found a couple of local there's one one she's going to come by tomorrow and meet ripley and see okay. if that'll work um but they're just going to board i'm just gonna have them here it's okay. so like they'll stay yeah i don't care if they stay as long as they drop in they don't have to sleep here but yeah i would like i it's just easier because he doesn't like
0: he knows the routine here he, he, he knows, knows the
1: routine throwing him in somebody else's house where he's could mark on something or hump yeah or whatever i mean it's just it's just way easier so we'll just i'm just gonna do that nice and they're not it's crazy the ranges are from like 30 dollars to 120 dollars. oh yeah like yeah when why, we- why are they so all over the board
0: because you can set your own prices. So if you wanted to to be on on that site, you yeah. could say, I'll watch your dog for X amount if it's in my house or X amount if it's in your house or whatever. So
1: Well, and a lot of the ones that, like, they go, oh, you know, you can bring your dog over. Like, oh, I let your dog on the bed. I let your dog do whatever it wants. It gets free roam of a two-story house. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, I guess for some dogs it's okay.
0: But it also depends on, like... Like in our house, I mean, Pepper has free reign in the house. That's yeah, yeah. Sure.
1: But I think if, I mean, he's not old enough that that makes sense yet. True. So, true. I mean, a, a lot of folks are like a year, year and a half before you. So, and I, I mean, he gets like, he gets, he can go wherever he wants. And that. like, usually my bedroom's open and stuff, but he, he knows this house. Right. He knows you don't pee in here. He knows you don't do, you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's just easier. Yeah, that works. Yeah. I, I mean, I did have a friend that was going to watch him, but she's, I think they did some work in the yard, so the fence is missing, and they, they, oh, they're yeah, yeah. gone a lot during the day, which is fine. I mean, they work regular jobs, but this makes it easy. You can find somebody that has the time, to, right. so he's not just locked up all day.
0: Yeah, like the guy that we were using, um, he was a... I think he was a... Reti- at that time, he was a retired uh, newspaper journalist. He was an automotive journalist. Oh, okay. Like, he did car reviews and stuff like that, and uh, so it was him and his wife, and they had i want to say it was a doberman or something like that they just they loved their dog and the yeah. dog passed away and then then being retirement age they didn't want to get a puppy and have to deal with that as they were getting older so they signed up for this dog vacay thing yeah. and were are watching dogs it's like fostering yeah basically yeah. it was all of the all of the fun but none of the responsibility right.
1: for it right yeah
0: but i will say the, the coolest part about the Rover or dog vacay or whatever these services are called, is the fact that when you're paying through the service, the dog is covered under insurance. Oh, really? And so I think it was Lola. She was running around and she snagged a nail on something. Ouch. And had to go to the vet, but we didn't have to pay for anything. It was right. all taken care of under under the insurance policy of, that of, place. of Yeah. Of Rover, that of, of the uh, service provider. Yeah, that makes sense. So even though the fact that it was being watched by a, a private you know, entity. Yeah. But under their banner, I guess. Right. Um, it was convenient. I mean, we had meds, we had a a free checkup visit like afterwards and all that stuff. So it was, it was as convenient as could be. So it it definitely allows for kind of that guilt-free, worry-free experience.
1: Right. Well, that's... I mean, that's the thing, too, is I feel guilty dropping him off at the the just big room boarding. Oh, it's just a free-for-all, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Whereas, you know, I think he's set up a little bit more to enjoy himself this way. Yeah. And he can still, you know, he gets his walk in the morning. It's a nighttime walk.
0: So, why did you... F- plan on flying out well i guess you didn't want to give up your labor day weekend
1: well i didn't even know to be honest with you i didn't know that was labor day because i don't really keep track of these kind of things oh um but i have to be there in time for dinner and right. to get there in time for dinner means leaving from lax yeah at 7 a.m
0: yeah i used to when i because then
1: you get there i get there at two or three or something like that and then you have yeah. if any if if you took any other flight I don't get in until nine or 10 at night.
0: Right. Cause I, I used to fly out of orange County and there'd always be at least a connection. Yeah. And then you're right. You would get in like eight or, eight or nine o'clock. Right.
1: Yeah. And I did everything. I looked at long beach. I looked at hell. I'd rather fly out of San Diego.
0: I haven't done that yet. I, I always check, but I haven't found a flight yet where it was the favorable option, either from a schedule or a cost standpoint.
1: Well, the, yeah, I mean, I, I, but I keep
0: hearing about, oh yeah, you can get, you know, I got this great deal flying out of San Diego and I just, I haven't found those.
1: I don't know that they even have a direct flight, but the benefit to that is my buddy lives down there and I, he would have watched the dog. Oh yeah. Cause him and, uh, he, he's got a dog too and they, they foster, they, yeah. they're, um, they, they foster a lot of puppies they, oh. for um, Labs and More. It's a rescue. Oh,
0: that's cool, yeah. And so,
1: yeah, if anybody's actually looking for a dog, Labs and More, they've got amazing dogs. And, yeah, Tom and his wife, uh, they're always fostering puppies. Oh, that's so kind of cool. cool. Yeah. And so BJ he, is, like, the most mellow. <laughs> the dog is oh, awesome. Oh, the dog? Yeah, he's just like, Meh, whatever, dude. Like, I mean, he's dealing with puppies constantly. Right, so he, so nothing, he just kind of like, Nothing yeah, phases him yeah, yeah, anymore. Exactly. So he, maybe he would have beat the crap out of us, beat some sense into Ripley.
0: So yeah. you're flying for roughly eight hours round trip. For a dinner?
1: And a four-ish hours worth of meeting the next day.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What time's your flight out? Are you doing like an afternoon-evening flight? I, probably.
1: I think I get home at like 8.30. 30. Uh, it's not terrible. Well, no, but I but get LAX, back from LAX.
0: Yeah, so by the time you make it home, it'll be like 10 o'clock.
1: Yeah, so I've got to... I guess I need to look at parking. I still park at the spot or something
0: like That's that. That's what I usually do is a parking spot. Yeah,
1: so I'll park there and... I don't even want to drive. <laughs> I, I thought, oh, maybe I could take the bike, but that's just a whole other level of annoying.
0: True. Cause I mean, yeah, you're only going for a night, so you No, don't... but
1: it sucks. Like, so what is that? I gotta get up at four and leave here by
0: Well, I mean, for the bike you would have 430? traffic wouldn't really apply as much. Cause... Well, no,
1: but I you know, it, then it's where do you put your helmet? Where do you you know
0: oh, true. deal with all that stuff? Yeah, I didn't think about that part though. Yeah. You could take the BMW and well, a yeah, hard bag
1: the top case doesn't my helmet there's no, there's other crap in there so it doesn't fit. Oh. And it doesn't fit in the side case I don't think.
0: Uh first personal so yeah, problems these. yeah. I know
1: but so like what a 7am flight you got to be there by LAX is the worst. So What I don't airline know. you flying? Uh I think it's Delta. Okay. So I don't know. You might
0: be flying out of a new upgraded terminal. Maybe. I think terminal 2 is the Delta terminal. It's also be pretty fancy. You
1: know what's crazy actually. So this flight out, I flew out of Orange County to Minnesota and I misread my flight. So I thought it was a 150 flight. Yeah. It was a 250 flight, but I'm glad I did. It took me almost an hour to get through security. Really? It was crazy busy for some reason. On a Monday? On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. But then, which is weird, yeah. but then uh, I get on the plane and I asked the I asked the one of the flight attendants, "Hey, is it a pretty big Pretty packed flight, or she goes, Oh, there's some empty seats. And boy, she was not kidding. The entire back from I was in row like, let's say 20 something. Yeah. 25, 26. Everything behind me was empty.
0: That's kind of awesome. I had
1: a whole row to myself.
0: Did you flip the armrests up?
1: Oh, yeah. Laid across them. Would you sit? What do you mean? Oh, I moved around. I sat first on the aisle (laughs) and I sat in the middle and kind of stretched. Yeah. Yeah. And then I leaned up against the window for a little bit.
0: My favorite part about whenever there's an empty seat is not so much the, the extra leg room yeah. or not, the, not the shoulder room. it's being able to move my bag from underneath the seat in front of me and moving it over. So that way I can put my legs straight out, you know, having oh, an yeah, extra yeah. leg room.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like doing that or, you know, there wasn't there was the nice thing too there wasn't a lot of people so i had overhead bin i put my backpack and my bag up there. oh
0: you were just greedy with (laughs) this. you know
1: what honestly i don't even care if there's a way that i can fit my backpack in the overhead it's going up there yeah i don't i I already like my knees on those flights so i I switched to now i primarily sit aisle i used to be a window guy too cramped yeah and that curvature of the plane is just enough so my knees start to hurt on longer flights so having that i can put my leg out in the aisle and and stuff it's a difference yeah yeah and they you know those oh dude speaking of actually on the flight back same deal i had an aisle seat there was somebody at the window which whatever who cares um but the guy in front of me okay i'm gonna just say this the space under your seat on an airplane belongs to the person behind you correct it is not yours right this guy was folding his feet full on under the seat and kicking me. And yeah. I like finally I was like, dude. And I like at first I was kind of, you know, it's like push back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I finally said something. I was like, man, I'm already cramped enough. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Some old guy. And he's just like, kind of grumpy and like whatever and like put his feet forward. But i that's a weird move.
0: That is kinda weird. Because
1: there's also that bar.
0: Right, which is to prevent the prevent the the luggage. The baggage from yeah, going exactly. too far forward. So how is that comfortable? It's weird, dude. Is I don't know. Is he short? Did his legs not touch the floor? Like, is he like a little kid in the seat kind of thing? Or is no, he, he was a normal adult. Interesting.
1: Yeah, pretty bizarre. Anyways, that's a move I've never seen before.
0: Yeah, I I, I, I kind of think that the the shittiest part about travel is other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, when you look at yeah. all these horror stories about travel, it's usually because of other people. Yep. It's not, yeah, it's other people.
1: Yeah. Well, it was, there was a mom and two kids behind me. Yeah. And the mom said specifically to her kids, You two are not sitting. You're sitting in these seats so that you're not kicking this guy's seat. And I was like, Hey,
0: that's a solid move. Thank you. Thank you. Did you give her the eye contact or the nod or something? Or? No, I just went, Huh. Thanks. Spiral water. No. I didn't do anything <laughs> beyond that. Um, I did watch a movie on the flight back. What did you watch?
1: So I watched a Channing Tatum movie.
0: Voluntarily? Yeah. Okay. It's called Dog. I've heard about that. So it's something like an army vet or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so he's a
1: vet. His one of his combat buddies. Yeah. You know, they're deployed together. He has passed away, and he was a dog handler. Okay. And so there's a mal in, in the movie, and the mal dude, the dog is one of the best parts of the movie. Like fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he basically has to take this guy's dog to his funeral, um, transport the dog, and like shenanigans happen. And it was actually like it sounds. really- Is it a
0: comedy? Yeah kind, of, yeah, kind really?
1: yeah, kind of, yeah. Really? Yeah, kind of. A little bit of a tearjerker at the end.
0: Yeah, I would think, I mean, the subject matter is like, hey, this dog is traveling to, you know.
1: Yeah, so. but they have made it, like, it's all the ridiculous stuff that they get into while they're going. And Ant- then kind of like, how they zoo? start, yeah, yeah, how they start to
0: kind of bond. Does he end up adopting the dog at the end of the movie?
1: You know, I don't want to ruin it for everybody.
0: Oh. It, hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I could ask a question. But I,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to ruin it for everybody. It, it, you know what? It, for a movie to watch on the plane, perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice 90 minute kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I do most of my catching up on Hollywood blockbusters in the air. And I don't know if it's just because a lot of that stuff that used to stream doesn't stream anymore. Well, a lot of it streams, but
1: it's a lot harder to sit and watch something at home. Well, Where you're captive on a plane.
0: True, true. But I also think it's like the, those like marquee movies, you know, then it's like, oh, well, it's on Disney Plus, or it's it's on Peacock, or right. it, it may not be on oh, a service one. you sure. subscribe to.
1: Well, like that new Weird Al movie coming out is on...
0: The Roku channel. Yeah.
1: What the F is that?
0: It's a free channel, though.
1: Okay, but I've never heard of it. Right. Yeah. But I
0: think that's part of the reason why they...
1: I thought Roku was a stick thing thingamajigger. It is. Oh.
0: But just kind of like how there's an Amazon Fire Stick, and there's the Amazon Streaming uh, oh, app, yeah, right. it's the same idea. Got so it. you have this hardware platform, and then you also have the app that works with or without that that hardware. Got it. And so the Roku channel is kind of the same idea. They they bought that um, what was that Quibly? That I don't know that, what that is. there was a entertainment um, app
1: hmm. that
0: was targeted for a short form viewing on your smartphone okay they figured all these clips all these episodes all these movies or whatever were like 30 second shows 12 minute like episodes kind of thing like just real short designed to be watched on a phone and of course it was a huge flop yeah of course but then the roku channel bought all of that content and then got all of that and then i think maybe that got the ball rolling with some other content i don't know
1: yeah interesting like i just i had never heard i knew there was a weird owl movie coming I didn't know what it was going to be on. And then I finally today saw the ad for it yeah, and went, huh? And I just assumed because I don't have the
0: app that care you can't to watch look it. Into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So I just assumed it was going to cost money, but I didn't realize it wasn't. Um, I also watched Prey, which is on the Hulu channel.
0: You're in this dog movie kick, aren't you? No,
1: Prey is, well, there is a dog in the movie. That's all I know
0: about the movies. It's the, the dog. new
1: Predator movie. Oh, is that what it is? It takes place like yeah, like two hundred years ago.
0: Oh, I thought it was a. I thought it was literally a dog movie because no. all I saw were pictures of the dog. Yeah,
1: every well because it's a cute dog, and so everybody's sharing photos of this dog. Oh. But no, it's the it's like basically the predator and Native Americans. Interesting. It's it was pretty good. What's that on? Uh, it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Predator is one of my favorite movies. Of well, the yes, time. yes, we know this. Yeah, so I was pleasantly surprised because there is a lot of garbage. Predator movies that have been made and AVP. No, thank you. So
0: because it's called prey yep. and predator, is this taking the v- viewpoint of a different character in the movie? No, because the it, predator is clearly the aggressor. So yeah. you're taking the weaker whatever well, I mean, it's, side.
1: It's, it's still from like the human's point of view. Okay. Um, but you know, it's, it's way long ago and there's some rad, like there's some rad scenes without really like kind of ruining stuff that you're like, Oh yeah, this makes total sense for this to happen.
0: Huh? Interesting. I haven't seen Predator in forever, though. Like it's on Hulu streaming. Do you need to? Do you need to have any sort of reference point or familiarity with Predator to understand prey? Not really.
1: I mean, it's it's explained enough. Yeah. Well, it was kind of
0: like watching the Top Gun sequel. Like, you didn't need to see the first Top Gun. Still haven't seen it. It's good.
1: That's what I've heard. So, it's Tuesday. It's $5.50, Yeah, I think I've told you, at the movie theater down here. Yeah. I looked it up. This Tuesday, there's literally nobody else in the theater. So, I may go on Tuesday. You should go. For $5.50.
0: Yeah, for that price? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I booked a last-minute trip yesterday to uh, Bangladesh. No, 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 just to Arizona, huh. just for Labor Day weekend. It's kind of the same thing. It kind of is. Yeah. I it's mean, it's no mainland.
1: <laughs> one's a little closer.
0: Yeah, but it was one of those things where it was like we were talking about what we wanted to do for Labor Day. You don't want to come to the street fair? Uh, it's international. It is international street fair. It's yeah. I don't care for People? standing in line in massive crowds. Yeah. and then
1: And drunk shit show. Yeah. 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 Because it's, it's going to be, this is the first year back back. Yeah. Like where it's full hog and it's going to be a disaster. Oh, I
0: can just imagine. Yeah. And, and it, it's one of those things where I've had fun at the International Street Fair, but I don't, I don't think I, I need to go. Sure. And I think you're right. I, I think because of the fact that it's it's been absent for a couple of years or it hasn't, it was with, you know, restrictions. Yeah. Well, was, one
1: year was totally gone. Right. And then the last time they did it was restricted. Yeah.
0: So this year, it's a free-for-all, so I think yeah. it's going to be all that and then some. So I'd, right. I'd probably rather wait until things kind of normalize.
1: This is the part of the year where I try to leave town, and I'm not this year, just because I've got that other trip planned. Um, but you know, living this close to it, parking starts to suck, all kinds of other issues, and you basically have... You could put
0: signs up for VIP parking or something.
1: <laughs> I guess I could. Fill the driveway. Yeah. Um, but I could... Uh, Give even me your keys. Yeah. <laughs> i promise i won't drive it far yeah. uh yeah so this is where basically huntington beach comes up and invades
0: oh really kind I don't of. Think it I, feels
1: that way sometimes
0: i don't think i notice the clientele being that way i just it's just a mass of people oh yeah it's and then with the and it's always so hot right and i was yeah. gonna say we just talked about the temperatures yeah. being like you know triple digits so right it's gonna suck
1: oh it's gonna suck hard
0: is it friday through Fri- monday yeah f-
1: no friday's Yeah, Friday through
0: Monday. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Friday or Saturday through Monday, but I knew it ran through Labor Day for sure.
1: There is a picture, so Finney's, that new place that opened, um, which, by the way, is really good.
0: Where Uh, was that, or where is that? It's
1: across the street from Boss Cat. Okay. Which used to be Rod's, right? Yeah, yeah. So anyways, um, they have a rad photo in there. It's a huge photo of the street fair in Orange in, like, 1917. Oh, damn. It's really cool. And it's a picture of the plaza. And there's all the, you know, it's dirt roads. Yeah. And you
0: can see, like... Everybody in top hat and suits. Kind of. That's, yeah, what, that's what's cool. always kind of fun, is you look yeah. at how formal everybody dressed, and right. that was just the way it was. Like, everybody wore multiple layers.
1: Now you're lucky to see people in clothes half the time. Yeah. Which, by the way, airport travelers, another thing. <laughs> there's some weird-ass people flying in airports, and their choice of, like...
0: Pajamas kind of thing. Dude,
1: everything is so weird. There was a lady that was going through security... And she didn't bother to wear socks or anything. So she's walking around barefoot on a nasty airport floor. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. She's probably putting her feet on people's seats.
0: That's what it always... It's not so much the walking barefoot through the airport part that creeps me out. It's on the plane. Yeah. And they're putting their, their feet up. Oh. Like, yeah.
1: But, I mean, it is weird. Like, some people just... It's so casual that they might as well t- like be wearing their pajamas.
0: I've seen I've seen that plenty of times, like people flying in pajama pants or something on the plane, and they, oh yeah, and they they bring a pillow, like a full size pillow, and I yeah, think I've it's
1: seen that that's funny,
0: and I think it's for the flight. I don't think they're actually bringing the pillow because they want it in their hotel or at their destination. I know it somebody that
1: their I can't remember the reasoning, but their wife they basically take their own sheets anytime they stay in a hotel. Wow. Yeah. And I don't remember the reason. I, I I can't remember. It might be an allergy. Like, she's sensitive to... Oh, like the detergent yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like that?
0: Yeah. That could be interesting. Because, I mean... Which is fine.
1: But if it's just a thing where you're just odd, Because on the flip
0: side, if you're like, oh, I'm doing... I'm bringing my own sheets because I don't trust, you know, bed bugs or something. Sure. But then you're then... Just bed bugging your own sheets. Right. right. You have the risk of contaminating your sheets and bringing them back to your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, that is kind of weird. It's bizarre, man.
1: But, hey, you know what? I'm really happy for people.
0: Yeah. So... Because we aren't doing the International Street Fair, and we were like, oh, well, let's, oh, yeah, let's go somewhere. we are going to Arizona. We're going to Arizona. and To where? To, we're, we're going to be staying in Old Town Scottsdale. And, oh, okay. And part of the reason the whole conversation started is, uh, a couple, what was it, last year for spring break, we did our Arizona road trip. We did like a Grand Canyon. We did yeah. Sedona, and we stopped in Scottsdale. And Jeanette likes to search hashtags on Instagram to find places to eat or things to do and see. So That's she'll, a good idea. she'll she'll search the hashtag like Scottsdale sure. or Phoenix or whatever and see yeah. what comes up. Well, she did that and she came across a a food truck called Random AF Taqueria. Okay. And it's a food truck without a truck. It's literally like a couple of griddles and a pop-up tent and oh, they yeah, set up yeah, it yeah. At like at, sure. at breweries and yep. just random locations. Yep. Um and so she's we had that when we were there last time and it was phenomenal. Uh, we had a a birria grilled cheese and some other birria like yeah. related items sounds delicious so she sent me a, uh, an instagram reel of some dude just losing his mind just like dipping his 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 cheesy birria how taco. white was this person the opposite of that. Oh, okay. He was a brother that was just loving his food. Good. Right. And uh, I was like, dude, that looks good. Uh, yeah, 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 Sounds then, good. So then I started going like, oh, let's see what's on Airbnb. <laughs> like yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. that's what started it. That's funny. And we were looking at it and it must be off season, but there was there were properties that were typically like six hundred and something bucks a night for one sixty nine, one ninety nine. It's so hot. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe because it's summer's technically over.
1: Right. And this is not when people go out
0: there. But it was cheap. Yeah, yeah. And so then I was like, all right, well, for like 600 bucks, we could be somewhere with a pool. Yeah. And so the wheel started turning. And then Jeanette's like, well, I got a bunch of Hyatt points from all of her business trips. So we looked into it and we're going to Scottsdale for free. Because of the Hyatt. Because of all the Hyatt points yeah, we yeah. have. So we've got, uh, we're staying at the Hyatt house, which is kind of like one of those. Means. It, it's like a
1: boutique kind of thing?
0: No, it, it's it's called the house because it's like extended stay. So like our oh, room actually oh, has a bedroom and a kitchen and a kitchenet. Yeah, I got it. Um and so and it's but at the same time, there's free breakfast. So that's awesome. We got one meal taken care of yeah. if we want to do it that way. We have a kitchenette if we wanted to actually make something. Um and it's costing us all of 75 bucks to bring the dog because it's it's seventy five bucks uh, per stay when you have a pet fee. That's oh, just okay. like a random yeah, pet fee. Yeah, so yeah. one day or one week it's seventy five bucks. So but well then you'll pay gas. And then gas is yeah. the only cost. But yeah. yeah. So instead of doing the Airbnb thing, we're already eight hundred bucks ahead of the Airbnb because the hotel stays free. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, so we're, we're going out Friday, we're picking up Grayson from school and then we're just heading out and uh, hopefully prime traffic time. Yeah, that part will suck. Nice. But uh, I'm hoping, I mean, if we get on the road at 3 o'clock, we should be free of some of the shittier traffic. Right. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it is it is a holiday weekend. My my fear is not so much outbound on Friday, it's the return on Monday. Oh, that's
1: going to suck. That's the other thing about why I have to leave so early on Tuesday. Why? I'm worried about some of that traffic still getting to LA.
0: Oh, Maybe. Hmm. You think people are flying out Monday instead of flying back on the Monday? No, like, flying on Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, probably.
1: Yeah that, yeah, that could definitely be. I mean, it's always, you, you know, it's always plus or minus one around those holidays. True, so true. That I,
0: could I, suck. I, I do think, though, like, school kind of, yeah, I was going to say school kind of limits the appeal of, of skipping days so much. So it's like you might have... Some stragglers, but I would I would still think the bulk of the travel would probably fall Friday through Monday. Well, I
1: hope so. That's my definitely my hope.
0: Yeah, and you need TSA pre check, right?
1: Nah. Oh, nah. I've never needed it. Honestly, like I've never needed it in all the travel that I've done. It's been so easy for me to get in and out of stuff, and I'm usually pretty early, so I don't care.
0: Yeah. I I uh, I only signed up for it at first because it was free.
1: Yes, and I was gonna. It was a thing where I was gonna do it, but at the time, maybe you couldn't. You couldn't do it at Orange County or something. There was some inconvenience that was just not worth offensive yeah. to me. Like one of those stupid things. Yeah, right? my
0: thing was uh, JetBlue was giving it out to their frequent flyer. I've monitor. never been on JetBlue, so I I signed up for free through JetBlue. And it was good for five years. Oh, nice! And then since then, I got the my United credit card, and they also do it for free. So you pay as long as you pay for it on the card, right? They reimburse you the cost. So i got to a, look. My Amex may cover it. Yeah. Or one
1: of my credit cards
0: might. And, you know, at that point, it's free. The the only pain in the ass part is the in-person interview that yeah, yeah. you have to do the very first time. Right. But when you renew it, as long as you've got your... I can't remember what the the, the number is. Known your, traveler. Yeah. Your known travel ID or the redress number, whatever yeah. they call it. As long as you've got that current, it just renews without issue. Mm. So as long as it's, it's current, yeah, you're good yeah. to go. As
1: well, long, even like I never got... What's that international deal?
0: Yeah, I haven't done that. That one's uh, oh, what's remember. it called? Anyways, it's got a different name. Well, I yeah. didn't.
1: I never got it. So here's a here's a travel tip for everybody. Yeah, uh, when you're coming back into the United States, there is actually an app. Oh yes. So instead of doing your declaration on paper, you in do the, it in the app, and there is a special line at customs for that app that oh, nobody yeah. freaking uses. So I've actually. Uh, when I came back from South America, I beat my luggage.
0: Yeah, the uh, app is called CBP MPC. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a really it's, dumb name. Yeah, so it's the Customs and Border Patrol, and then it's I think it's the Mobile Passport Control or something like that. It, but the the app icon is literally white with MPC on it. That's the old one.
1: Yeah. Oh, is there an updated yeah, one? Yeah, there's oh, an updated okay. one. I've got to so get the new one. you
0: got to get the new one. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did that when I flew back from Japan. I, I use that, and it it takes care of the paper slip. You don't have to do it, and then you just go to the kiosk, and then take your picture.
1: Actually, it looks like they both work because this one still works too.
0: It probably still does, yeah. but the the when I when I went to the airport, they they oh, had no, signs. Oh no, just
1: kidding. No longer available. You got to get the other one. Oh, there you go. Well, damn. Hey, hey, you know what? I learned something. I hopefully the listeners learned something.
0: Yeah, it's it's practically like an international travel adventure when you go to Detroit. You're just across the river from Canada.
1: Well, I am like. Oh, I hope your man. dinner's in Windsor. No, I would be great. Some, I, I'd be fine with that.
0: Some shitty like eighteen and over strip club. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, because I don't. I don't Win- think I've ever been to Ontario. Windsor, Canada, to Detroit is what Tijuana is to San Diego.
1: Yeah. Also, another hot travel tip: don't go to Tijuana. Not right now.
0: Yeah, you're not really missing much.
1: Well, it's also like bad cartel, bad. There's a shelter in place order which I don't In think Tijuana? is Yeah.
0: Like, even if you just walk across?
1: Yeah, there's a... If you're an American, do not go.
0: I didn't think it was going to be that threatening yeah, it was pretty nar- right well, the, at the border. I figured, like, once you got farther down... Apparently, it's doesn't matter.
1: Tijuana, specifically, is is under advisory as well. Interesting. Yeah. They'd be shooting everybody down there. Yeah. Well, and they're worried about Americans getting kidnapped.
0: Uh, yeah, I either. mean, that, that would be uh, an unfavorable way to... Uh, and your vacation. That would suck.
1: That that would suck. I don't want anything to do with the cartels.
0: No. Yeah, I, I can't imagine there's really <laughs> any any benefits or any anything to look forward to if you're having to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah, there's no
1: is dumb. Not interested. Um but I mean, you know, if you're if you are going to Mexico, just be careful, I guess. That's all I can say. Get out of Tijuana as fast as you can.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard that. And the, the weird thing is, is like, I I had friends that were discussing, like <laughs> they were trying to find auto body shops to get some, some work done and some paint work done because, because oh like in because yes. it's cheaper. Well, that, and the types of paints you get that they paint can use, right. They right. can use enamels or, or right. paints that aren't environmentally compliant right. with the U S but,
1: and that work better apparently or match your old, like if you have an old car, probably. Right. right? So speaking of old cars, actually, um, Motor Trend TV just announced that they are no longer going to be making Dirt Every Day. I don't a, think
0: they announced it, but some of the hosts well, yeah, so of the, other shows announced it. It
1: became known that season 12 is not happening, yes. basically.
0: So this show, Dirt Every Day, is two dudes. One of them named Dave Chappelle, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. And the other one is Fred Williams. Yeah. So Dave and Fred... Um, are great dudes, and and Dave Chappelle is like a he's actually a, a mini trucker. He's into the yeah, mini trucking, super movie, but, into it, which is awesome, right? Yeah, but they're both into off road adventures, and yep. and Dave lives up, I want to say, in Oregon State.
1: Yeah, he's in like the middle of nowhere, Oregon, I and think then Fred's in like the Inland Empire, middle something. of nowhere, yeah, Inland yeah, Empire. Right. So the show has been on. <laughs> he's probably neighbors with Dulcich,
0: might be, but yeah, yeah somewhere Same out in some agricultural area, yep. kind of remote. And uh, these dudes have done eleven seasons of their show Dirt Every Day, and it's been about hundred and thirty episodes. And what they'll do is they'll take a vehicle and and do Dude. something to it to make it be able to perform some sort of off road task. Yeah. So it'll be
1: like they'll go crawling or they'll do mud
0: bogging or yeah, rock crawling, desert
1: or, racing or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's and it's always a shitty car.
0: It's always a shitty car, and it's always some crazy. Over the top build, like they'll be like, Oh, here's a Suzuki Samurai. We're gonna put 37 in here. <laughs> and four is
1: four to like the front and rear. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do it's cool. It's it's really cool to watch and they do just enough.
0: Yes. And most it's of the time. and it's for Grayson and I, it's our second most viewed series on the Roadkill? Road yes. Yeah, yeah. So Roadkill's been around for a number of seasons as well. Yeah, so yeah. we've seen I think every single roadkill episode, which is another great
1: show. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and, and dirt every day is in that same roadkill kind of genre. Yeah. Take a shitty car, pull
1: something out of a junkyard, make it do something. Right. Um, and it's kind of a bummer though, that that's going away. And I I mean, there's a lot of speculation. I I haven't figured out exactly why it's going away. I mean, I have my theories. It can't be
0: cheap to make. Well, I don't, I, I think the reason why, if, it costs probably could have been a factor, but I think yeah. probably the issue was the fact that the dudes don't live in SoCal. Right. So the fact that no maybe. matter what you've got to travel, you've either got to bring one person down or bring the other person up and the crew up. Right. Depending on, you know, where you're filming that ep- at. Well, I particular mean, but they film
1: like they film roadkill all over the place and, uh, Freiburger moved to, or not Freiburger. Um, Finnegan moved. He lives back East somewhere.
0: Yeah. He's so up I don't in,
1: know. I mean, maybe it's a Georgia. bigger draw but or, oh yeah he's in georgia yeah um maybe it's a bigger draw but it is a bummer to see it going away i have a i speculate that they're gonna make a shift towards ev content and well i mean look at they're doing the podcast about evs oh and, the inevitable and, yeah inevitable so here's my proposal uh uh-huh. a roadkill style show where you pull old cars out of the junkyard EV Tesla swap, swap everything
0: I would say not Tesla swap, just EV Whatever, swap. Whatever,
1: EV swap, them. swap everything, but piss everybody
0: off. But the only reason why I say not Tesla, because then I would force them to take a road trip. And then because they're not able to access the supercharger.
1: Oh, yeah, you can't get a supercharger, so you've got to figure it out with, with
0: Charge with the America. Shittier, be, yeah, yeah, Charge yeah. America or Electrify America. Honestly, I would watch. Yeah. I think it'd be cool. That would be interesting. It, it, yeah. It, I think the, the challenge with motortrend TV is there's only. There's 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 a handful of automotive clichés yes. and pretty much every single show Files goes down one of those clichés so you have the the street racing kind of cliché You've got the, oh. Shade tree mechanic. Yep. Yep. Then you've got the, oh, I've got this angry customer. I've got to flip this car project in X number of days before it goes to auction or whatever.
1: Rust to riches. Right. Yep.
0: And then you've kind of got the the roadkill, dirt every day kind of thing. Uh, A show I liked that was only around for a season was Drift This, which the concept was basically these guys were drifters, but they would take random vehicles oh, yeah, and try yeah, yeah. to turn them into drift vehicles didn't they do a bus or something they did a, a ups truck mm, okay. they did like a an Escalade limo they did a couple of just random vehicles yeah. and that was a fun show i'm sure it was
1: but i have no, I think i've ever seen it i might have seen like a clip of it or something yeah yeah
0: and so i i think the hard part is after a certain point it's like what can you do that's new and unexpected and EVs really haven't been exploited for reality TV. Not
1: yet, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's my proposal. Yeah. Like, start exploiting them. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, well, I mean, I guess Rich rebuilds is kind of like that, although he's not pulling junkyard cars, and which he's is not what my proposal. But was. he's not on that. Sh- and he's not on Motor Trend TV. He's right. He's on YouTube.
0: He's on YouTube. Yeah. And that's what these guys. I mean, the uh, the the um, Dave and Fred Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. Dave and Fred are, yeah. are basically doing, I think, their own separate YouTube right. shows. Right. Which is, for them, it's got to be much more of a pain in the ass because now they've got to shoot edit, and do everything on their own. Well, what
1: um, that other guy too? He left Motor Trend TV. He was Tony on, Angelo. Yeah, Tony Angelo bailed. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what the story is there. I don't remember. But he was on. What was he on? Um,
0: he was uh, the on Garage a, Hot, rod, hot garage. rod Garage. Yeah, with yeah. Lucky. Yeah,
1: yeah, and Lucky's is, a good dude. Yeah, and they look, they're all really nice people. I didn't really care for the show. It was okay, but I it's like not it. the show. I don't dislike it. It's just not the show. It wouldn't be my go-to show. Huh. Like it's no Top Gear America, which is a garbage pile. Yeah, I don't. I'm joking, for that. by the way. Oh, okay, terrible. I was gonna say, I'm like,
0: I didn't. Well,
1: Rob Corddry, he's fine. Dak Shepard, fine. Je- uh, what's his name? Fine.
0: They're all just okay.
1: The show itself, terrible. Yeah, and it's all just rehashes of everything that Top Gear in general has already done.
0: Well, I think that's kind of the thing. Is there's only so many different types of things you could do with cars. And at this point with top gear being on air for decades,
1: 250 years.
0: Right. And then all of these other shows like overhaul and and roadkill and all these car makeover shows, it's, it's kind of beat to death. So it's like, what could you do to make it exciting? And some of them have tried to, Oh, here's an all female cast or here's this or that. It's some, some interesting slight tweak in it, but it's, it seems so familiar. You're just kind of like, huh. Well,
1: the, they have. Okay. There is a new show, though, that is just different enough that I enjoy it. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, but there was that Hoopty World Challenge. Yeah. Those... And it's three of the dudes from Hoopty World Challenge.
0: And the premises is they're they buying. Buy,
1: yeah. They buy forgotten project cars. Right. Right. Exactly. So, like, some. I think the first episode was, a, was the 5.0 Mustang. Yes. And they were going to build a drag car. And this they found somebody that just never finished the project. They bought it, and they finished it, and it's actually pretty interesting show.
0: It is, and and I've watched the first three episodes of it, but you're right. I mean, the premise is slightly novel in the fact that they are taking a project car that somebody either got in over their head on the project or just ran out of time or money, and so they buy the project and then try to finish it. Right. And it's... It's an entertaining premise. Yeah. The the one thing I will say, the the biggest surprise of the show is there's actually a dude who specializes in wiring.
1: Yeah. He owns a wiring company. Right. And
0: and for me, you know, my 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 hobbyist enthusiast background is a car audio installer. Yeah. Just seeing somebody that actually knows what they're doing with wiring is amazing. Yeah. Because so many of these shows you watch it, it's like they're just crimping on the same color wire for every run, and you're right. like, You've got sixteen red wires. How do you know what they're doing? Yeah. You know? Whereas this guy's actually using different colors and the way he spins and runs his wires and everything like that you're yeah, like, Okay. Cool. It, this is legit. And it's like, all right, that was the big surprise. Well, I, 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 I think, think they all
1: they all seem to work well together. They're funny enough. I like that they did that Jeep and they fucked up the four link. Yes. And had to figure it all out. Like that was cool, and like they're the doing that stuff they're, that
0: they're willing to show that they don't necessarily know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they'll figure it out. Because these guys are more, they're actually I would say more of the drift scene. Like the, yeah. that's their background. So for them to do something off road, they're like, okay, we can figure the mechanics out basically. But then they they had the whole four link piece together, or so they thought. Then they realized they had the trailing arms yeah, mixed up wrong, right? with the yeah.
1: Well, and it was cool. Like there's an episode where, I think it was the Mustang episode. He's trying to figure out what's wrong with the engine, and he's got Freiberger on the phone. Yes. So, like, he's admitting, like, I don't freaking know. Yeah. Right, and that's cool.
0: Yeah, I think that one is, it, it, you're right. The, the fact that they're they're willing to admit that they only know so much. Right. And that they're willing to either ask or look for help. Right. It's kind of reassuring, because some of these other shows, like, they kind of do have that, that know-it-all vibe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, you know, again, it'll be interesting to see if they come up with new shows or what the deal is. But I didn't see I for sure thought Dirt Every Day would get another season.
0: Yeah, it was a show that I didn't think was on the on the the cusp of getting cut. Right. Like I would have never imagined that.
1: It will be. Uh, I, it'll be interesting to see if they can get some sponsors, and maybe they just continue it on YouTube. On YouTube, yeah, yeah. But to your point, they are kind of far away from each
0: other. So, so yesterday we were texting each other, and there's a, a group tat, uh, chat which we've now renamed "These Idiots." Yeah, that was my my doing, and, and I you added, added the, trademark. the trademark. I
1: appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned it up. Well, cause, okay, so what happened? The, the whole reason that I renamed it is because every time I'm in the truck and using Apple CarPlay.
0: It reads it off the reads. Names. Off,
1: You're in your text or in your message with Matthew and blah blah and a no or number from blah 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 and then it so it takes too long. Right. So I renamed it. It's so it's faster.
0: For whatever reason yesterday the, the the topic of shorts length came up. Oh yeah. And I don't know who or how it came up.
1: Jacob asked a question for some
0: strange reason. And then so then I found an article on on GQ on Gentleman's Quarterly how to do the math. Yes, short science, the formula for the perfect length shorts. Realistically
1: though, this thing is just how much do you want to show off your legs. It's not really math.
0: No, because they there yeah, there is the the leg love quotient. Yeah. How how happy you are with your legs. And the more you score, the more shorter yeah. your shorts could be one to seven or something. Weird. Yes. Yes. Yep. And so like most of my shorts sit maybe about an inch above my knees. And I, I, I guess I could go shorter and I, I, I would be willing to try to go shorter. But my problem is like, I have a relatively short inseam, I think like I, I like when I buy oh, pants, like pants, yeah, yeah. I have a 30 inch inseam. Same, Right. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, well like an eight inch inseam, if you were taller, would probably sit much higher above your knees. Right. Then So you've got to
1: go shorter than... Yes. I see what you're saying.
0: So I, now I'm trying to figure out what the magic number is. So now it's like, okay, do I try seven? So do I try five? My regular
1: shorts, I think it's just by function. I think the way these are built is the waist dictates the inseam.
0: And it's a fixed ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So they hit just above the knee. Yeah. But for me, like honestly, I f seven would be nice or five. I think these are ten probably.
0: Yeah, I wanna I wanna I'm gonna try to explore. I, I told Jeanette this. I'm like, I yeah. wanna see if I can get some shorter shorts. She started laughing at me. <laughs> She's like, all right. But I think the problem I, I would have Chubbies. Right.
1: Or some dolphin shorts. So
0: the Chubbies is a brand that I'm only familiar with because of their Instagram advertising. Yep. Right. But apparently they have a liner built into them. So it's basically like underwear and shorts all in one. Yeah so I have a pair of, I want to
1: say they're five inch inseams that have the liner built in for good reason. I understand why it's there. However, really uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's why I, I tend to, if I, if I can go to like seven target used to have awesome seven inch inseam shorts. Yeah. And they just stopped making them. So I have like two pairs left in weird colors that I rarely wear. Cause the
0: weird thing is, is like with women short shorts is like no big deal. It's just expected. So yeah. Jeanette jokingly throwed, threw me a pair of her shorts. She's like, try these on see right. how they fall on your leg. And All right. they hit, at a decent length, right? Except I wear boxer brief, sure, and so, like, you got to modify some things. Yeah, you gotta I got to rethink need, a few things. I might need shorter underwear to then, fit with shorter yeah. shorts.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you're verging into tidy whitey territory.
0: Yeah, which no, nah, that, that's not acceptable. I don't want to do that. Nope. So yeah, this is this is interesting. Yeah, because I think I got the, I can pull it off of my legs. Like they're muscular enough that I could do all right. I have one best leg. They're not your video game leg. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I'm in which saying, case you are covering up your artwork that makes sense yeah I and i i mean i have
1: not to toot my own horn couldn't you do like that i have the, some nice legs
0: couldn't you do like the the flojo thing and just get leggings and just cut one leg off oh
1: god that'd be so weird
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that way you show off your entire well, no, leg the, the other
1: leg would be sad because it's got a bunch of art too
0: yeah but yeah. It, it's not as well themed or put together as uh, the other yeah, leg you know it's it's got a thing going So I started doing Google searches for like, you know, seven inch short inseam and stuff. And it's oddly enough, not like a major, I'm not finding major hits. No. Like I went to like Volcom or Hurley and stuff and and searched. They don't really have that inseam length as a thing.
1: I found an article that linked to like their favorite seven inch inseam or five inch or whatever it was. And it was an Abercrombie, which
0: Okay, well, I haven't been in the Abercrombie Well, since. I clicked on it. Yeah. They don't make it anymore.
1: Oh. So I don't know how old this article was, but yeah, nobody's making, it's weird because it, a lot of people like the dolphin shorts were making a big comeback. Yeah. And then they, I guess, maybe phased out again.
0: As a kid, I remember spending so much of my childhood in corduroy shorts. It so funny. I OP was just thinking shorts. the same thing.
1: Yep. And I would in try, blue. Yes, royal blue. Yeah, yeah,
0: exact same thing. I had a, I had them in like a navy blue, and I had a pair in brown. Right, and I uh, had brown
1: corduroy shorts. That's oh funny. yeah,
0: yeah. God. I remember those. I had a corduroy couch growing up, and Dude. instead of like the, if you looked at the cross section of the corduroy, instead of it being like uh semicircular, it was kind of stepped. It was like flat up, flat down. So like the the cords themselves weren't rounded. They like were, uh, like castellated. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were right angles, I see. but I remember falling asleep oh, on the corduroy, marks. and then just having the lines across the face. Yeah, that's the and best. that's that's something that I think kids this in these days don't get to experience. Oh no, there's textured couches out there. Yeah, but the the there's nothing like a corduroy pattern like my f- straight across your face. When I think you it was passed my dad.
1: Out. My dad had a couch that had like. I don't know, it had a flower pattern or something, but it was textured. And I remember waking up and having like that plastered <laughs> all over the side of your face. So you're just like flower, flower, flower place. power. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But yeah, it is weird that finding shorts in certain lengths is, is like, I'm tempted to take these and have these hemmed. How? Like maybe, maybe an inch and a half. Yeah. Just
0: bring it up. But the one thing is I, I've had. Pants well, like dress pants hemmed, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But I've seen denim pants that have been hemmed, and it's never right. They never get the the bottom of the pant light to look like it did originally.
1: Yeah, these are just a very basic hemmed. bottom. So yeah, it'll be so easy maybe it'll be do. fine. Yeah, I've actually had I had a my dry cleaner that's I have had it got like a there was a really poor stitching job from the factory on one pair of these, and I just had fix to fix them. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, I've I've had <clears throat> some some garments mended at the dry cleaner and stuff, but I've never had them take up a short though. It's, it's interesting though. I mean, it's, it's a, it's one way to try. Yeah. I mean, when I lived in San Jose, I had a tailor. Yeah. So he would, I would take him anything
1: I bought shirts and pants for work stuff, right? Right, Anything I would buy and he would mess with it.
0: So for your work trip to Detroit, do you actually have to bring a dress shirt or anything? Or is it totally casual? Shorts and
1: t-shirt homie. Right. Yeah. In fact, this <clears throat> this last trip to Minnesota, so my company does this thing where during the summer, you can basically, leave, if you're not going to get arrested in it, you can wear whatever you want. All right. And so for our meetings during the day, I think I was in like jeans and a t-shirt. Okay. And then um, we had like a, they had a party thing for us, which was cool um, with beer, free beer and oh. wine and everything. And then after that, because it was hot and humid, so I just threw shorts on and we hung out
0: yeah. at the hotel. And, yeah. It was fine. It, Nobody it, cares. It's nice when the company is realistic. Oh, right. You know, instead of, going, all right, everybody put on your suit and be uncomfortable to go out to this. Well, but it was out- a
1: range, right? There were right. people that were, because it was salespeople there too. So there were guys in suits and yeah, guys in like really the- suities and then people that were literally like, there was a dude in flip-flops. I'm
0: just going to say salespeople just don't own anything other than suits. <laughs> I mean, most of their wardrobe is that because yeah, that's right. their daily attire. So Which it doesn't need to be. No. It is, it is kind of strange. Like how many traditions have just stuck around just because. Right. Like, I mean, the company I work for back in the day used to be suit and tie yeah. in the office. Yep. You know, and this is a car company. It's like, why do you need You're you're an engineer. You're, you're working on cars, right. you know? It's So, but that was just kind of the tradition. And like, like we talked about the, the, the 1917 Orange County street fair. Yeah.
1: They're all in, right. Yeah. Well, that's like the, um, the last Subaru store I worked at that I ran the day day one, I went in and the dudes are all in like long sleeve button down or button up shirts with like one guy wore a tie. I was like, dude, we're at a Subaru store. Yeah. yeah. That's stupid. So I I changed. I, I got everybody polos. Right. So this is what your new uniform is going to be like khakis and a polo. They're yeah. branded. Everything's cool. And the one guy, this one guy that worked the front counter, like refused to give up his tie. And I said, you wear that thing again tomorrow. You're fired. <laughs> Cause you look like an idiot. And right. he was one of those, yeah, he had this one of those stupid tie tack things. Oh yeah, yeah. And he just, it was greasy and he looked like he just didn't look right. He looked so out of place.
0: I was going to say, he looked like the kind of sleazy used kind car salespeople? And then
1: even the salespeople, like I talked to the GM and the owner one day and I was like, this is a Subaru store. Why is everybody wearing shirts and ties? Think yeah. about your clientele. Like, yeah, dress a little bit nicer, but wear a polo or something.
0: Even even better. My first retail job was at Big Five Sporting Goods. Yeah, and they wore ties. I had to wear yeah. a dress shirt, I remember slacks, that. and a tie yeah. to sell closeout sporting good right. equipment that was leftovers from other yeah. major retailers. Which is so bizarre. I mean, Big Five is basically like the TJ Maxx or Marshalls of sporting goods. I never realized that. Because to me,
1: big five is where you bought your pellet gun. Yeah, but I mean, or a Mosin Nagant.
0: But the funny thing is, is like these days, I actually think they're less of a discounter than they were, and I think part of that is just due to attrition, right? Yeah. You had all these other huge sporting and chains that have just kind of disappeared. Sure, you know, I don't even know th- where
1: a big five is.
0: Uh, they're around. Are they? Yeah, they're hmm. they're they're they're. Not in necessarily the best neighborhoods or locations. They're always kind of like off the beaten path somewhere. But...
1: There's one 2.6 miles away. There in you Santa go. Anna.
0: So now if you need a pellet gun, you know where to go.
1: There's one in Orange. Oh, yeah. Where? Yeah. Uh, On it, Tustin, it says. Oh, yeah. you know what? It's down by what used to be the Orange Mall. Yes. Which is now Discountville.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But there's a Trader Joe's if you're into that.
0: But... Again, I was selling discounted sporty <laughs> yeah, and a, shirt and a dress shirt and tie. And tie. Yep. <clears throat> yep. And so, like, I knew how to tie a tie, and I had you know some neckties that I had back then. But after a while, I didn't care. Yeah. So then I just started buying whatever the, the- cheapest ties I could find at like at a Marshalls or yeah, a TJ a Maxx. Max. Yeah. And so I had a bunch of clip-ons <laughs> nice. and a bunch of like just random like uh, Looney Tunes character. Did ties. anybody care? Only management cared that you were like ad, ad, adhering to the dress code, but it, from a, a customer standpoint, I don't even think it gave a shit. But again, it's like, why am I wearing a necktie? Yeah.
1: Well, but what's it's weird too. Like it makes me when you go into a store. Like if everybody at not, and I don't go to Walmart, but if I were to go to Walmart, Target. Let's say you go into Target and everybody's wearing a suit yeah. that works there.
0: That would be weird.
1: It's on. Um, it's out of place.
0: And I think yeah.
1: Like go to a Jeep store. Y'all don't need suits. True. Think about who your clients are. They don't care.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially I, like Super is supposed to be outdoorsy.
0: Right. And the polo shirt would definitely fit more with that. You should dress more like you work at REI.
1: That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah. That, that was a fair logic. Did you notice any difference in like either uh, customer satisfaction or employee satisfaction? The employees changed?
1: liked it better because they were cooler. Yeah. Right. And they were just like, yeah, this is makes way more sense. Because I'm
0: just wondering if the employees were more relaxed and more comfortable, if that translate into some tangible improvement in customer satisfaction because the no
1: that store was so fucked no matter what
0: <laughs> anything i did made that better right nice. so yeah no, it, was, it couldn't hurt
1: yeah no it was a place where I, I took over and it was a big problem which is why i was there yeah they asked me to come in and help fix it
0: but interestingly enough i think in this day and age like if i was to look for another job i think the dress code could convince me to not go for it
1: yeah I've, I've actually struggled with that because I especially having come out of a startup yeah and working from owning my own company yeah I dude I <laughs> it was when I was telling my boss I was like hey I don't under I don't really understand what the dress code is for this meeting and he's like oh you know wear pants and a whatever t-shirt you want or something yeah, yeah. and I was like okay well what about shorts because I, I was like I don't think I've put on pants in two years
0: I I, I can count I want to say in the past Two and a half years since this pandemic started. Yeah. So since March 13, twenty twenty, which was my first day working from home. Yeah. I have worn pants to the office four times.
1: I mean, I've worn pants. Period. Maybe four times.
0: Yeah. And but those I'm are the only times i thinking about even going places. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. were the only times I've worn it because I mean, why?
1: Right. Well, I went to like a engagement party. Okay. and I put pants on for that. Well, that, um, you that know, seems like, fitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've gone to a couple things. Like we went out. dinner one night and i put pants on because we went somewhere fancy yeah so
0: so you put on your fancy
1: pants (laughs) yeah i put on my uh lululemon knockoff pants
0: is there a lululemon knockoff
1: the they're fabletics they're very similar
0: yeah those those stores like the fabletics and some of the other things where they have like the membership pricing and then they have the regular pricing is the weirdest thing.
1: So it, it's really weird. So the Fabletics deal. I bought a bunch of workout gear from them. Okay. And then I bought some stuff because I didn't want to wear slacks anymore. Yeah, and half, yeah. I lost fifty pounds, so yeah. none of my shit fits. Um. So they're they're like those kind of stretchy golfy sort yeah. of pants, but they still look professional. Right. The Lululemon ones are crazy expensive. The Fabletic ones are thirty bucks. Right. So I um.
0: But the Fabletic ones require membership. To well, get so
1: here's what's stupid about it. It's a free membership. Is it? It it was. Okay. So you get a big discount on a bunch of stuff, but then every month you basically have to opt out of them charging you for like 30 bucks or whatever it
0: is. they would send you 30 bucks worth of shit, I think, every month or something. But you could
1: say no. Right. So I finally got tired of saying no because I bought what I bought and I didn't want anything else. And it took me a good three or four attempts to get it canceled. Um, but, but yeah, it's canceled now. So I bought what I I wanted at a discount. The other thing about Fabletics is that you'll see a pair of shorts, like, oh, those are the shorts that I want in a cool color Yeah, and they're never available. So we were looking
0: at stuff and it was like, oh yeah, this is 89 bucks. But if you're a member, it's 35 bucks. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, oh, but the member is 59 bucks a month. And then, but it's
1: not because you're getting product.
0: Yes. But it's still charging you 59 bucks a month. Unless you opt out. Yeah, and then they're like but you can pause for one to five. Minutes. I'm like, no, no, I just want to end this shit. Like I don't Yeah.
1: And that's where the the hard part was was getting it actually ended. It's, it's, but now it's done.
0: It seems like a much worse version of the Columbia House membership. Oh, dude. <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, the 12 yeah. CDs for a penny thing. Right.
1: But then it's, you know, one CD for 80. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you and you, yep. you know, if, And if, trying if, to cancel it was impossible.
0: But even in the fact, like okay, you travel, you, you're doing this, you're away, and you forget to go. Oh, and these, right. they send you this shit. And you're like, I don't want this. Right. Like, can you send it right back? Will they credit it to you? Do you have to take it into a store? Like, I don't know what the hassle yeah, is. Yeah,
1: I don't. Honestly, I don't know. Um, I was pretty good about making sure the second I got that email,
0: yeah, I, I said no. Um, but everything these days is going to a subscription. It's like fuck that. Yeah, it's annoying. Like every <clears throat> single possible. Amazon thing.
1: pushes everything now. Subscribe and save. Subscribe and save.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. When you when you're buying like household it items, be, it, like, it, it could be almost anything too. Yeah. and it's like there's stuff where I was like, never in my life do I need to
1: subscribe. Not only do I not need a subscription to this, I don't know how long this is gonna last me. Right. Or and their options are weird, right? So like my multivitamin, there's 240 in a bottle for some fucking weird reason.
0: So that'll last you eight months.
1: Sure. But But there's no like option that right the the time chains or the timelines are different. So it's that's
0: stupid. I have seen that, but that one doesn't bother me as much because it's totally passive. Because you can click on it to sign up. Yeah. But it's just all these things that are now subscription that years back was unheard of. Right. Like I remember when I used to build my my desktop PCs. You could buy Windows and you can buy you know the the office suite. You get a. Some disks. You're right. And, and you, you own it. And you own it and you loaded the disks yep. and you were done. Now you can't own a light. You can't own a disk. You have to pay for an Office 365 yes. subscription. And it's a pain
1: in the ass. Yeah. I just went through a thing with Microsoft to cancel mine. And it was not easy. And they hide it where you cancel it. They hide and From like what I
0: understand, I think California is that. supposed to be one of the easier states to cancel stuff in. Oh, I don't know. I just like, I
1: had to ask my rep. I was like, dude, I cannot find this. It won't let me sign in. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And he just kept sending the same instructions over and over. And I was like, dude, can you just do this for me? He's like, nope, sure can't.
0: Yeah. So you have, you have software. So I, like, I have a, a subscription for Adobe software, whereas before I just had creative suite. Right. And so, yeah, creative suite was a couple hundred bucks, but you owned it free and clear and you were good to go. Mm -hmm. Now it's 20 bucks a month forever.
1: Yeah, I was I was uh, using a friend's, um, and now I just don't have Adobe products. Yeah, like, I don't have Photoshop. I don't have.
0: Uh, but there's so any- many things that are going to the subscription. Now you have this clothing subscription model, which right. is weird. Now you're seeing automakers trying the subscription model for like heated <laughs> yeah. seats.
1: Which is ridiculous. Totally. Yeah.
0: You know, the, the hardware is baked into the car, so now you're going to just charge the customer to access it? Yeah. Like, I mean, there are some things where I understand why there is a subscription.
1: If it wasn't like, if the heated seat thing was, hey, they're in there already, it's a one-time fee of whatever the upgrade would have cost anyways, Yeah. fine. Right. That makes sense. Yes. But 20 bucks a month so your ass doesn't freeze? No.
0: Right. And and so it's, it's one of those things where like, Okay, so I understand, like, some of the connected car stuff. Yeah, you have a data plan that needs to get paid for. So, yeah, I can kind of understand why that's a subscription. Some of this, like, um, semi-autonomous driving stuff, like the uh, GM Super Cruise. Yeah. Because it requires... It's constant. Well, it always requires, like, fresh maps, map data. And so that always has to be updated. You have to have a connected vehicle to get that. That I understand. Yeah, but... But paying for like hardware. Car play. Yeah. You know, as a subscription sure. or heated seats as a subscription, it's like no. Yeah, what's next? You're gonna pay a subscription to start your car? Well, that's what's that's what's interesting. Volvo well, you- does have a subscription, actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where you can subscribe and basically you get a new car well, whenever
0: you want. Like Toyota. <clears throat> they the remote start function on the key fob, you know, if you're within like line of sight of your 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 vehicle, right. you, you can remote start your car using the remote. Mine doesn't. But they're moving that to a subscription model. And it's right. like, why? You're not even using the cloud. It's literally, you're right next to the car. It's using radio waves, not any sort of like data.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that one. Like it's, it's not like I'm asking you to remote start my car from around the like the my Colorado. Right. I could go on the app and I could remote start and unlock yeah, it. Yeah, because it's using
0: way. the smartphone, using the cloud. Sure. If there's a, there's a cellular modem embedded in the and car. And I
1: think after like three years, it's X amount of dollars a right. month, Right.
0: I guess that's totally totally get it.
1: Yep. But when it's a hardware based remote start module. Yes. That makes no sense. Correct.
0: That's stupid. The company's like, oh yeah, we can do this. And you're like, what the fuck? And so that's, I'm wondering what's the next stupid subscription idea that will somehow stick around. I don't know. Because everything
1: is something.
0: Right. And a lot of it they're they're targeting is just making that price point so low that people don't mind paying for something they never use. Like the right. whole Planet Fitness subscription model, it's ten bucks a month. Yeah, they don't expect their members to actually use the membership. Hardly anybody does, I'm sure. But for ten bucks, like, ah, maybe I'll go this month. Right, once, maybe. Yeah, I.
1: I not everything needs to be this. Like I, I, I appreciate something about you buy a thing, you own the thing. You yes, to use the thing. Yes. Yeah. Not I bought a thing. It's partly like kind of why part of the reason I got rid of Whoop. Oh, like that's a subscription-based thing. Like right. the hardware is free. True. Right, but then they charge you monthly, and it just it beca- it became demotivating. That's a whole other conversation. But that that's the thing the where you're you, the hardware is useless without the subscription. Yeah, that,
0: that actually reminds me. I I was reading online, so I used to use the uh, MyFitnessPal app. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you could log your meals, your calories, right. your activity, and all stuff. And so one of the features that they had in there was a a bar scope or bar scope, barcode scanner. <laughs> oh, okay. And you could boop the barcode on the package of food that you're eating. Oh, cool. And it would give you all of the nutritional information for that serving size. So if you're right. counting your calories, it was super quick and easy. Right. And that data wasn't created by my fitness pal, it was created by users. That scanned a barcode oh, and then didn't input. come up with a match. So the user oh, personally typed in everything matching the nutrition label. Damn. So it was all peer created. Right. They're taking that barcode scanner feature away. And, and making it subscription-based. Making it subscription-based. <laughs>
1: That's a, just a premium feature. Right. Yeah. It's a
0: premium feature, but the feature was basically, other than the barcode scanning technology, yeah. all of the data came from the users populating the data. My fitness pal did jack shit. They right. didn't do the data. Right. And so it's, it's just this... This continuous grab for every penny, you know, it's just it's what's really frustrating
1: too is when and I mean, I'll spare you the full rant, but like NADA, the National Automotive Dealer Association. OK, that's the best scam ever invented. What because is they basically games? they take all of these members data? Yeah. All, all the dealers, it, yeah. all the dealers data, cut it up and sell it back to them. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. the same thing. Like they're doing jack shit. Right. To get all this info. And then they're charging people, let's say what you're talking about, then they're charging people for the stuff that yeah. isn't even their creation. Oh, yeah. That drives me insane.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting how many okay. industries have, have kind of come around that and just how they've kind of created a niche for themselves and they're generating money off stuff. You're just like, what the hell's going on here? I don't know. So we need to come up with like a subscription plan, something that people f- for some reason are attracted to and, and yet can't live without.
1: For only one dollar a week yeah you too can continue to listen to the Ungrownups ups podcast oh yeah
0: <laughs> for zero dollars
1: a week you can still listen but we prefer a dollar
0: yeah i'm sure if we set up a subscription plan our, our numbers would <laughs> oh, you never know i mean we'll just call it a donation
1: there Daddy needs go. new shoes. There we uh, go. Speaking of, that's this is a weird transition, but we should uh,
0: turn it into like a religious podcast. And there's oh jeez,
1: <laughs> so um, a
0: prosperity podcast.
1: One of my it's actually shoes related. One of my okay. buddies sent me a screenshot today uh-huh. of I don't even know how to like say this without laughing. High end sim racing gear based on real racing gear. So, so it was a shoe, uh huh, like a a racing shoe specifically designed.
0: For sim racing.
1: For sim racing.
0: What makes sim racing needs different than regular racing needs? Great question. Because I actually bought Grayson some sim accessories uh, as part of his Christmas gift. Because he has got the 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 simulator. Yeah, yeah. What
1: do you, elaborate on the accessories thing?
0: I went to Sparko. Oh. okay. And Sparko has gloves, sim gloves, and sim shoes, but they're more like booty, like socks with like grip on the bottom of them. So that way okay. you don't have to wear shoes. Which that makes sense. Yeah, but it is kind but of... But you could
1: have just got socks from the trampoline place.
0: Right, because they have the little rubber yeah, grip yeah, on the bottom. Right. Of them. But these ones are Sparko branded, okay. so they're kind of cool. Yeah, it.
1: sure. Um, but what's the difference between... Oh, I, I'll bet you the SIM gloves aren't Nomex.
0: Probably. Yeah,
1: so they're probably not rated.
0: Yeah. So they're and, cheaper. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, both of them, I think, were under 20 bucks a piece. Like, oh, it was okay. cheap. So it wasn't, like, a major expenditure. But, I mean an actual sim racing boot. I mean, is the heel cup, I mean, it's still rubber so you can pivot your foot from the brake or clutch to the pedals. I mean, that's such a weird
1: it, I'm trying to pull the picture up right now. I mean, it legitimately says Oh wow, okay, that's weird. Um it it actually says something about high-end sim gear. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, here we go. High-end sim racing gear inspired by real-life racing standards. Huh. Designed engineered and made
0: by gamers Denmark. for gamers it looks just like a normal shoe
1: yeah i don't understand
0: except for the point maybe it isn't fireproof that's, oh yeah but i mean for what's the price point on that thing
1: no idea because if, Cause, the, he, cause the if it's a hundred bucks
0: matter. i mean you're not that far off of a real pair of racing shoes i'm assuming a lot yeah that's such a weird
1: <laughs> but yeah, is know.
0: it just like a, a flex? Like, hey, I got this whole you know five axis simulator rig with all this bell, all these bells and whistles, and therefore I get to wear. I the mean, you gear? could just
1: buy like a pair of driving loafers or something, or just <laughs> wear your vans. Yeah, I mean, there's no need. Oh no, for sure for it. Yeah, I, it's it's just weird. I just thought it was strange. That I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't at all. I didn't realize that they had like Spartaco had sim stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's, it's strange to me.
0: Yeah, there there are all sorts of like niche products that when you're when you discover them, you're just like, huh.
1: Yeah. Well that being said, I do have photos of me somewhere in my actual racing gloves and my actual racing helmet playing uh, probably WRC game back in the day, Colin McGray, probably. <laughs> so, sitting in a car seat, actually. Well, so, that's kind of fun, though. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, that was more like
0: Tongue in just chief. goofing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not being all serious about No, it.
1: but so that brings another thing. Do you remember when you were a kid what your dad drove?
0: Oh, yeah. What was it? A 1981 Toyota pickup truck. 81 toyota And it was a pickup that okay. was the model yeah yeah yeah. And yeah. it was with a, a 22r motor so right. f- 2.2 liter four-cylinder carbureted manual manual with uh crank windows did have ac but man- manual windows manual locks and it was a standard cab short bed and it was with the the tie down hooks that were around the exterior yeah. perimeter of the bed
1: i remember that yeah yeah is that like? Do you have good memory? Like, do, is that a thing where, like, oh man, if you if you were to go get in one now? Oh yeah, I can
0: you, I, I can remember what it smells like. Yeah, yeah. Like that truck was it was tan with a brown interior and it, vinyl flooring, yeah. vinyl seats, and my dad had um, a bench seat cover. Like it was a, I don't know what was a it, tweed. It was like that.
1: Oh, I remember what you're talking fabric,
0: about. Fabric. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of almost like a Mexican blanket type of material, yeah. but like a, a tighter stitch that fit the seats. And then, uh, I remember the, the air vents were round, like eyeball vents, like they would spin. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I remember cruising around that thing all the time. Like my dad would make me shift for him, like teaching me, you know, like yeah. the, the shift pattern and stuff. I learned how to drive a stick in, in that, that truck. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I, I shattered the shit out of my shins skateboarding downhill not being able to stop and i was like oh I'll aim for the back of my dad's truck oh
1: no hoping
0: that i could catch the tailgate and my arms collapsed so that my shins just banged into his his bumper oh that sounds painful didn't break anything yeah, but it still sounds painful. Two huge welts on yeah. my shins from smack smacking that bumper at probably i don't know eight ten miles an hour that's funny oh yeah
1: yeah, I, the car that I, well, my dad had a lot of cars because he either owned a dealership, worked at a dealership. He was always driving something yeah. different. I remember playing around in the back of a Trooper. Okay. Um, which is, eh, whatever. But one of the cars that I remember the best was he had an IROC Z Camaro. Okay. T-tops, black, yeah. black and gold. All right. So it was like an 80-whatever yeah. Camaro. Um, And I, we spent time, we took the hairdryer and we took all the, we we took all the stripes off the bottom, so it was just gold and black.
0: Oh, all right. Like we, we, we tastefully some, mod, yeah,
1: taste, tasteful modification. I remember riding in that thing up and back and forth to my grandparents. Um, I remember we we're sitting in the light. And some dude made a left and clipped the front of it. Oh wow! So I remember getting an accident in it. I remember my sisters hated the back of that thing; like they absolutely hated it. Um, it was black. The interior was tan. I remember with a black dashboard. Like I remember everything about that. We were sitting. I remember the heater core going bad on it, and it dumped hot coolant all over the passenger footwell. It didn't burn me or anything, but it got on my feet and was like, oh, that's hot. And it just you know, dumped everything. Yeah, I do remember. To your point, I kind of remember what it smells like.
0: Yeah, It's, it's interesting how those things stay with you.
1: Yeah, like I would never in normal life want one.
0: What, an IROC?
1: Yeah. Okay. Not one of those weird, pointy, you know what I mean? It wasn't the... What
0: year was that thing? Had to be a late '80s. Yeah, that was. I like that bef- a little bit better than the, the previous. S- no, the subsequent generation where you got a little bit more rounded.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's it's.
1: I yeah. like the late '70s ones. Okay, those are kind of cool with the pointy nose. Yeah, and then that and the weird like the ugly bumpers, but somehow on that car it worked. Okay, and then this was more of like the you know what you would think of late so '80s.
0: So what got I rock on your mind? I was just
1: wondering, like, I just, what did your dad drive? Like, it's like, interesting. And like, it kind of starts to bring up memories. Like, I remember like about.
0: the family car growing up. Like, um, my parents had a Oldsmobile. I want to say it was a Cutlass wagon, but it was like the big G body. Yeah. Like big beefy thing. And it was another beige on beige car. <laughs> and it was, the, I remember that's a, that's a hot look. I remember the tailgate being able to swing out. Like a door. Yeah, like, or open flat. Or open right? flat. Yeah, and that. it had glass that could roll up and down. Yep. Did and you have the third row? No, but we would sit in the cargo area facing out the back window. Without the jump seats. Yeah, no jump seats. Oh, okay, no seat, yeah. Belts, yeah, seat yeah. belts. Yeah, sure. And so that was the, the hot spot in the back of the car. But the best spot when you were young was the front seat because it was a bench seat mm-hmm. with a fold-down armrest. Oh, cool. That was perfect for like a four-year-old to sit on. Right. Because you could see out... The windshield. Dude, I
1: remember doing that
0: exact same
1: thing as a little kid. And
0: my brother would sit on that because he was smaller and younger than me. So he would sit up on that. And I remember one time, like, my my dad slammed on the brakes for some reason. I can't remember what it was. I don't know if the light changed or somebody came out. And my brother went flying off the armrest. Did he get hurt? Into the dash. Yeah, he split his brow. Oh. Like, and the weird thing is, is, like, I don't remember there being anything hard on the dash, but... No, they're hard inside. Right, but yeah. it definitely wasn't like soft touch plastics or anything right, like right. that. And so he had to actually get like three stitches like in his eyebrow.
1: I actually had to drive I had I was replacing the dashboard in my Mustang, the dash pad. Yeah. And have you ever pulled one of those things? Because it is just a razor sharp oh, piece of metal, metal all the way across. Yeah. yeah. So that's probably what happened, is it impacted into that. But I mean, didn't not you know, it just That's that hard point, right? Yeah. But I just I was just thinking about like I remember so many things vividly about these the cars oh, yeah. that they drove I, there's another car my mom had so what year did Appetite for Destruction come out in 89 yeah so she had a fairly brand new I can't remember if it was a 318 or a 325 but a okay. convertible black BMW, yeah. BMW convertible wow and I remember we went and got that cassette when it first came out <laughs> we hauling ass down like the 55 blaring guns and roses like I always remember she had a car phone on yeah. a stick fancy yeah, I mean she, she there were, she would come home and you'd be like, "What why? Is she, what was she doing?" Yeah. And she'd be, you know, finishing up a phone call.
0: And that was when phone calls were expensive too. Yeah, but too. She, she
1: was in real estate, so she was she was, uh, you know, one of those yeah. in that business where it was an early adopter thing, but it made sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I remember that car so vividly. I remember the up on top of the above the windshield there was this like Panel of LED lights or whatever they were.
0: Oh yeah, and you yeah, would the press the button. Yeah, the status
1: yeah. You'd press the button and it would check all of your lights. Yeah. and electric. You know, but electronics. it was just
0: LED. It was totally like low tech, but at <laughs> oh, that yeah. time, high tech.
1: But that was awesome. Oh yeah. And yeah. I remember, I was so stoked every time we get in the car. I'm like, okay, I got to check everything. Yeah. Make sure it all works. My,
0: my parents. So we had that Oldsmobile station wagon. It was like a hunk of shit. Like my parents started hating it after a while. Mm-hmm. So in 1988, they replaced it, and my parents being deaf, I had to go interpret yeah. the whole car buying experience. And they ended up buying a conversion van, a 1987 Dodge van conversion van. Yikes. It wasn't a bubble top, okay, but it was uh, gray graphics on black. Nice. And it had captain seats in the first and second row. Uh-huh. And then the, the the back seat was a sofa bench that then folded flat into a bed. With the TV? Yes, we had the TV up uh, basically behind the driver's head, yep. like up on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was a TV that was actually a portable TV when those things existed.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it was a small screen. It just was, like ma- strapped in or something? It was like a, yeah, sort of. It was like an eight inch diagonal color TV, but it was in a housing that was upholstered in tweed and, yeah. and finished with like <laughs> oak trim around right. that was bolted to the headliner and it we would watch tv on that and the we we had windows on the side and the the windows like the top two thirds of it was just glass and the the bottom third had a little slider
1: Dude, i remember slide
0: the windows open and but there was screen
1: yeah yeah yeah. i remember that i have a friend that had or had a friend that had almost that exact same van yeah and we would go and watch movies in the oh yeah
0: yeah and i i remember spending a lot of my time on road trips with the back seat folded flat, and we would just lay on yeah. our back with our heads pressed up against the side glass, staring up at the sky through the window. That's cool. It was kind of a weird thing. And then I remember certain like at certain points, like on the on the four oh five freeway in Fountain Valley, uh-huh. um, right by where Fry's used to be. Yep. So if, if you're in Southern California, uh, you'll know the intersection or the, the interchange I'm talking about. But there was a spot where the freeway kind of crested and transitioned from asphalt to a concrete to, yep, bridge yep. and then back to asphalt, but it made the car bounce as it transitioned and there was just kind of like a whoop uh-huh. in, the, in the concrete. And so whenever we knew that was coming, we'd get to the bench and lay on it because if you hit it at the right speed, you could actually levitate <laughs> over the bench and it was like the best thing That's ever. That's awesome. And and the funny thing is is like I remember doing that we would only take that road typically like if we were going to go visit like friends. Yeah. And so it was like all right, we knew it was coming, so we we'd get to the back to the bench and lay on it and then we'd try to get airborne. That's so funny. Yeah, there, There's a lot, it, I, I wonder if Grayson is going to have those same types of of Farm memories memory. or associations. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I remember like one of the other things that I really remember is uh, my aunt back east we would go visit and i think she it was a volva wagon but it had the rear facing jump seats okay and i just remember watching the you know the countryside in oh, kentucky yeah. or whatever just flowing by with my cousin just hanging out and you're going you're seeing everything after everybody yeah yeah but, it was but i that those memories like my my cousin he's eight years older than me he had a bug I could tell you exactly what it smells like. I could tell you what it sounded like. That was, we, he would take me, like we would go to movies and stuff all the time and have like, I would sleep over at Mark's and whatever. And like, I remember driving that thing in a parking lot one day, like all these great old car memories. But to your point, like, is that still a thing?
0: I, I think it is. I mean, Grayson has had the opportunity to spend a decent amount of time around and in other people's cars. So like yesterday morning, we went to cars and coffee and you know, typical Saturday morning activity, nothing crazy. Um, but there was a yellow Ferrari Testarossa that was there. And it's an interesting color for a Testarossa. Yeah, it's kind of fun because huh. usually you, you see them in, in red. Yep. Um, or white. Or white, yep. yeah, the cocaine white. Yep. And uh, the owner was there, and he was an older, heavier set dude in a matching yellow Ferrari polo shirt. Of course. With a matching yellow folding chair behind sure. the Ferrari. Why not? But he was like, "Hey, are you into cars?" And Grace is like, "Oh yeah, you know." he's just like, "He's like, do you want to get in there?" And Grace is like, "Yeah, yeah, why not?" And so he's like, hey, it's, it's, it's unlocked." He showed him. He told him where the handle was yeah, to release. The, it's right. under the louver, yeah. yeah. So Grayson opens up the door and climbs in, sits in, and the first thing Grayson kind of notices is like, it smells.
1: Yeah, specifically. It,
0: but it's it's an interesting vintage kind of that old leather. Mm. slash mechanical kind of scent.
1: But it smells specific to an Italian car. Yes. Yep.
0: Yes. And so Grayson, you know, he he didn't get to drive it or anything like that, but he got to hang out in the car. He got to play with the notch shifter and just kind of check out the interior and stuff like that. And and the, the owner was super friendly. He's had the car for think he said 20 years oh that's cool or so it's it had like seventy thousand miles on it so it it did get driven and stuff yeah um and so he was just chatting up grayson about about the the ferrari but it's it's one of those things where grayson's had the chance to sit in a ferrari testarossa he's had a chance to to go for a ride in a ferrari uh f355 he's been for a ride in a ferrari uh 458 and a 488 He's been for rides in a couple of McLarens, a couple of Aston Martins, uh, a Ford GT, uh, an old 67 uh, Vet Stingray. I'm sure a lot of those he'll forget. See, that's what I'm wondering is yeah. like how many of those rides and experiences will he, will stick around cuz to to your point, it, they were all one-time drives. Yeah. Right? You got to spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes on a drive in those cars, but it wasn't like every day for years because it wasn't, like, you know, my car. It wasn't, right. it wasn't the family car. But at the same time, I would think some of those would stand
1: out. I'm sure some of them will stick, but I think it's more around what else was happening at that time, not True. just the, the car itself. Because, like, there's no real reason for me to remember, and I vividly remember, going up and down hills in Kentucky. Yeah. Other than it was around a bigger thing. True. And but
0: I, I, I do think you and I didn't have... I guess you would consider the luxury of endless photos,
1: no photos, but also no distractions. True. Right. So True. I'm, uh, you know, when I, as a kid, you're not maybe, maybe a game boy at a certain point, but like, you're yeah. not, you're pa- paying attention. You're actively looking around. Yeah. it's see
0: like, you that, or you're reading a book. Sure. Right. So yeah, yeah you're, you're right.
1: So I think that also helps to cement some of those memories a little bit better. But
0: yeah, I, I will say it was interesting because like I, I've got Grayson on that uh, Mint Mobile plan. Right. Yep, so yep. he's on that prepaid or yeah prepaid uh, data plan. And right. it's four gigabytes a month. Grayson, a decent amount. Yeah. yeah. Gr- Grayson's already hit that cap for this month. And I asked him, how the hell are you doing that? Because you're in class. You shouldn't be dicking around right. on your phone. And at home, you're on Wi-Fi, so there's no need for you using data. And it's I, I'll walk with him to school in the morning, because I'm doing my walk, and it's basically the same path. Yeah. So we get about two-thirds of the way there. He walks the last third to campus, and I turn around and finish my loop. He says he gets to school early enough that there's nothing else for him to do but just to play on his phone. So he's just watching YouTube Reels or whatever their, their TikTok knockoff is on right. YouTube. And I was like... But why? He's like, Well, it's because everybody else, you know, my friends are too far away or everything like I'm like, But you're always telling me that it's really crowded, like outside your homeroom and stuff. I'm like, Why don't you talk to
1: other yeah, people? Yeah, talk to people, right? Right? So it's like instead it's of just probably everybody's doing the same
0: thing. Kind of possibly, yeah. but I'm I'm wondering if I need to because he he has um what's that screen time uh functionality on his phone where I can where I can cur- curtail. Oh, you how can much give him usage. hours and gate yes. it, got it. But what I can't think what I think I cannot do is allow like certain things to work at certain times throughout the day. So I can say you can use YouTube from seven AM to seven thirty uh, Which would be smart. And then block it from seven thirty until three thirty and then but I, I think that's what I need to do is is yeah. is clamp down on the YouTube because it's literally the, the crap he's watching is mindless shit.
1: Yeah, well that's half of what's on YouTube.
0: Right, but it's 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 because he's watching all the, their knockoff reels. Right, So it's it's not even like he's searching for a specific topic. It's just all the generic, mm. like, this is what's trending crap yeah, yeah. is what he's going through. That's, And so I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I, I block access to that, like, up until school's out. So then he's on campus. Then he's going to have to talk to his classmates right. because he's not buried in his phone. But like you said, his classmates probably are. Doing the same thing, yeah. Maybe then he just watches some other kids phone with him. Right. But at least then he socialized, <laughs> yeah, right? right? I, guess, so. I
1: guess. But it is, I mean it's it's interesting because the a big part of like childhood memories revolve around doing something with somebody or being in a place, oh, for sure. right? And that I don't remember half the crap I do anymore cuz I'm I'm probably on my phone too much. Yeah. But, I'll say, old, you know, speaking of smells really quick, so old Porsches and VWs all smell the same. Have you ever noticed that?
0: Do you think it's just like the vinyl?
1: No, it's, it turns out from what I can tell, it's the horsehair that they used in some of the seat stuffing. Oh, really? It has a very specific odor to it. And yeah, they used it in both old Porsches and old Volkswagen. Yeah. It was a very Germany thing.
0: That makes sense. Yeah,
1: but it's, they all like stick your head inside a VW bug and then stick your head inside an old 911. They smell exactly the same. Smell exactly yeah. the
0: same. I, I remember, and this stands out to me, I don't know why, but going to the local air shows, Mm-hmm. Back back in the day when they, when when we actually had yeah. air marine bases uh, nearby, right. So we had the El Toro Marine Corps Air Station. That was awesome. That was a fun a show. Annual show yep. like in the summer, yep. like early summer, and they would have helicopters and and Humvees and other pieces of equipment where you can actually go into them.
1: Yeah, I remember that. That was cool.
0: All of that military gear had the same odor. Yep, it was yeah. like the same grease that they used mm-hmm. or whatever it was. But yeah, it's it's a fascinating thing how like, I I, I can't describe it, but I, but I you can, know it. I can picture it's, that smell right, right away.
1: Right. What's well, old? Uh, we had a I can't remember. If it was a family member, or a neighbor, old Mercedes three hundred D. Yeah. I guarantee you, I can get in another three hundred D and it'll, it'll smell, smell exactly the same. the same.
0: Yeah. My dad had a three hundred D, I know exactly what that, that car smells like, and it's it's interesting, and, and I don't know if modern cars have that anymore.
1: No modern cars just have cancer.
0: Well, everything is cancer, right? In the state of California, every building you walk into has like a a warning affixed <laughs> to it that yeah. some chemicals of them are, in
1: this building may cause cancer. Some of them are outside, which is fun. Yeah, yeah. The uh, but it is it is interesting. No, so I don't know. Like I, you, oh.
0: I, I would say like I think in this day and age, kids, all
1: cars smell the same.
0: But even thinking like old cars, like I'm, I'm trying to think of like if I was to get into like a a nineteen ninety-two Honda Accord. Yeah. Would it have an odor?
1: Yes. But I think it just smells old. Generic old. Maybe. Yeah. Like I don't think every Accord would smell the same.
0: Right. That's like that's, like
1: what we're talking
0: about. Yeah. But I, I I do think that even in this day and age, kids probably do have that, that scent association. Because there's got to be things like crayons. Yeah. Or um Silly Putty. Or no, Play Doh. You know, no, things,
1: silly, putty smells. silly putty has a smell. It has a distinct smell. But
0: I don't think silly I don't think it's as many kids played with silly putty as, as they do with play doh No, but
1: I can I can right now in my head know what silly putty yeah. smells. Yeah,
0: I can I can too. Yeah. But I would prefer the scent of Play-Doh over sure. silly putty. So I, I think there are some of those kind of linked scent memories right. beyond the typical like, oh, it smells like cookies or or you know right. food food items. But like Legos, they don't they don't
1: They smell like plastic. They do. I actually my I inherited it. I don't know what happened to it. It's huge like Bin? bag. No. no, like a carpet bag kind of thing okay. full of Legos. I can smell it right now.
0: Yeah, when I I have uh, rubbermaid totes yeah. of like my childhood Legos and when I open that tote there's a, a scent right. of plastic or whatever it is that you plastic can smell. Plastic and
1: like not because there's necessarily mildew, but almost a mildewy like a like a stuffy smell. Yeah. Not mildew, but it's stuffy. It's just a stuffy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I yeah, I remember exactly what that smelled like.
0: So maybe like. that's what we do: is we for a subscription, we'll send you air fresheners that are random scents from like from youth. your childhood. So you can get like the the horsehair German car scent, <laughs> you could get the the Play-Doh scent, and you could get the the, the Lego brick scent.
1: But it's subscription; you get a but, new oh, yeah, yeah. every month. Yes, and you whether you want it or not,
0: right? And then like canceling it, it's going to be really difficult.
1: Our customer service line's been disconnected.
0: I think what it is is you have to accurately name what the last three cents were, and if you name all three correctly, then the link works. Oh, to like
1: we don't have- tell you what the right you have to guess what the cents are. Right, oh, and if you good.
0: guess all three, right. then the link is becomes activated. Be cancel.
1: There's yeah, man. It's it, I was just you know just thinking about that. Now I'm thinking like. What does my forerunner smell like? And like I think it just smells like dog.
0: Yeah, well, there's that too. Like yeah. uh, Grayson, uh, you know, now that he's in junior high. He's got the. He says like his. P, we asked him because last Friday was the first time he had to bring his PE clothes home from from the locker room. Oh, they make them. Yeah, the PE uniform and they, they wear on them all week. or something. Well, bring them home on Friday. Oh, we'll gotcha, Bring okay. them back. Sure. <clears throat> and so uh, I asked him like, "What does your PE clothes smell like? Are they all sweaty?" He's like, "No, they smell like the locker room." And then I was thinking, okay,
1: which smells like sweat.
0: Yes, Probably. but the interesting thing, at least at his school, is they have a ban on all aerosols and all anything in a glass. So no perfume, oh, no okay. cologne, sure. and no Axe body spray, basically, is what it comes down to.
1: Well, so, for good reason, I'm assuming. For sure. Yeah,
0: And so the only thing that they could really have is some sort of stick, stick deodorant, deodorant. Yeah, Which is interesting, because I remember using spray, and everybody in the locker room was spraying shit, and then you walk through that.
1: They that, make them take group showers?
0: No, uh, showering thing I don't think they do anymore, and I, I didn't have to shower in junior high either, but I, I um, do remember like the, the aerosol spray assault, you know, like kids would be dicks and just like spraying the yeah. people around them or whatever, and you walk out, smell like cheap
1: <laughs>
0: axe. Like a mix of garbage. But, but I don't think Axe was a thing when it I was in junior high, so I no. can't remember what the spray brand- Old Spice, probably. I don't- Or something I don't like that.
1: Think I think so, um, but- Menin. Maybe remember that stuff. Yeah, oh, that was, my grandfather used that.
0: Yeah. Well, and it, the funny thing is, is like I remember. You know, smells like Teen Spirit. Teen mm-hmm. Spirit was a deodorant brand. I did not know that. That's why it smells like Teen Spirit.
1: I literally didn't
0: know that until just now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really? No, I'm not lying to you. Why would I lie to you? I don't know. I have no reason to lie. About I'm this. looking. At, I'm gonna
0: see if Teen Spirit deodorant still exists. I've yeah. I've never.
1: I did not know that.
0: It does still exist. Oh, that's weird. It's it's a uh it's four dollars and seventy cents on Amazon for a 1.7 ounce. But this one might be slightly different because it says Teen Spirit really big. Underneath it says by Lady Speed Stick. Uh what? So speed stick. Yeah, yeah. The the female version, Lady Speed Stick. No, I understand. That's but what I, I don't mean. know if it's a, like it's it the is, same deal well it says brand semicolon teen spirit so that's weird yeah i did not know that oh yeah that's why it smells like teen spirit
1: you know what else is uh i learned recently speaking of nostalgia yeah there's a company called evercade well i don't think that's a company i think that's the product okay it is a cartridge-based handheld emulator okay that goes like They're doing old Atari games. They're doing ColecoVision games. Oh,
0: yeah. You sent me a link to this. Yeah.
1: Like, they get obscure. And it's super cool.
0: But I'm not down for the obscure because I didn't play those obscure games.
1: Well, see, I had a lot of the, like, either I or friends or, like, family members had a lot of those weird consoles. So, I remember a lot of those games. And I just thought that, you know, that's kind of down that nostalgia, like, path. You know, like, even Lego. Like, they've got the Atari, the NES system. Like, there, there's so much of this nostalgia yeah. aimed at at people our age now coming back around. It's just
0: interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and I think part of it is also the, <laughs> the licensing for some of these games have kind of, like, expired so that it ends up right. becoming, like, public domain. Right. And so, therefore, they can actually make the games and not have to worry about royalties or any yeah. sort of uh, intellectual property.
1: I don't know. A portable handheld emulator. It's kind of cool. And yeah. it's cartridge based, which is interesting. So, so the, everything's on the cartridge.
0: So we were talking about Teen Spirit. Yeah. It was it hit Teen Spirit. I, this is an article I found online
1: about the deodorant. Yes. Okay.
0: Officially hit drugstore shelves in the late '80s after its parent company Menon, wanted to develop a deodorant aimed at teen girls. The brand went heavy on the advertising That's with commercials so featuring teenagers describing the many scents of the Teen Spirit. I do not remember this at all. Yeah, and so. Nirvana's hit had something to do with this. The Smells Like Teen Spirit was released in 1991, just before the colgate Palmolive of Takeover.
1: Ooh. Was it
0: hostile? I don't know. But then, like, Teen Spirit also launched, like, hair products and other... So they made it, like, a sub-brand? Yeah. They're just targeting, like, the youth demographic. Like... How did I not know this? Like, I'm not joking. How did I not know this? Well, I don't know. I mean...
1: That's just so weird. That seems like a thing that if it's that in the cultural zeitgeist, you would have been aware of.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like thinking about like buying deodorant, like I know for me now, like if I walk down the aisle at Target, the the guy's deodorant's in a different aisle than the lady's deodorant.
1: Well, that's true. So
0: you may not yeah, have that's true. You know, been exposed to it that way.
1: It is frightening too, that there are 900 like at Target, right? There's so many deodorants and they're all like extreme.
0: Yeah. And for me, like I, I prefer the the gel options. And at that okay. point then there's like four.
1: What what's your go to deodorant?
0: Uh, I think it's like a right guard, just because it's a gel. Mm. I mean there's there's not many gels to choose from. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just not a fan of the stick. I don't like that how it clumps. Sometimes, you mean like the white stick. Yeah, the white yeah, sticks. Yeah, yeah. So the, the gels have been fine, but
1: yeah. yeah. I am a uh, old Spice, regular... Yeah. Co- the high endurance, though, which is a gel. Right. And getting really hard to find.
0: Right. That's which same, is weird. Well, it's the same thing with, with the the and the I've been using. It's harder and harder to find. And so I've been actually buying it off Amazon. Same. In like four packs.
1: I accidentally bought like a 10-pack. Yeah. Because I wasn't paying. But fine. Yeah. I'll use it. I just... Yeah, it's the same thing. You've got to find it on Amazon because nobody has... Everybody wants these crazy smells and like... Why? Yeah, yeah. And then people people will have crazy smelly deodorant and then they put crazy smelly cologne, cologne or whatever on top of that.
0: I used to actually have a a pretty decent cologne selection assortment. Yeah. Uh, back in the day. And then Jeanette got pregnant. And then she got super sensitive to smells. Right. And so then I, I had to change my my body soap like the, is the she shower. still sensitive? No. Oh, okay. But so we we went I had a I think I was using a dove or something very neutral. Yeah, yeah. But I stopped using cologne during that period and then never really went back to wearing cologne after that.
1: I have a bottle and I will use it very rarely. Yeah. But I'm like I'm not I'm the kind of person that I find something I like and works for me and I buy like
0: 3 of them. So you but have I'm almost like, out 3 bottles of CK1? No. <laughs> I couldn't even tell that, what so that amazing. was a, I think that was junior high was it junior high, high, high school, school probably yeah where no, everybody got, was wearing CK1 or um, the ladies were wearing uh, Clinique Happy I remember oh, that I remember one.
1: that stuff yeah. I remember the bottle no I have this is how weird but Victoria's Secret had yeah. a men's line it was like very sexy for oh yeah or something yeah. Like that. yeah and I, I don't think, I mean they don't make it anymore so it's getting hard to find so when this bottle's out I'm done
0: you'll no longer be very sexy well
1: I'm, <laughs> not now <laughs> either this shit does not help <laughs> Let's just, uh, <laughs> let's be honest about it. But
0: but if it's vintage, I'm sure the smell has, it had to have changed over time. Because you think of like the the, the chemical efficacy is, has changed just from yeah. being out in the open container.
1: Well, I mean, it's, no,
0: it smells exactly
1: the same as it did before. Because it's in like a, it's in glass, but it's in a, the medicine cabinets. So it's oh, not like exposed yeah, to anything. And it's in that. It's sealed. I used to have something on the camera. Or it was, um, but the spray pushy button thing broke. Yeah, like somehow it collapsed the spring or something a or something. Yeah, yeah, and so it just didn't work. And that was with like almost a full bottle. Oh, which was yeah, shame. Yeah, it was a bummer. But I don't really. I'm. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm like super sensitive but certain smells like really powerful colognes and perfumes or those giant you know those giant um markers yes the big fat thick ones oh yeah the marks a lot almost immediately get a sore throat oh really yeah so i'm i am sensitive to certain smells oh especially if they're really strong i can't i I can't do it
0: i i don't have a problem with that i i will pick up on other people's sense like sometimes you know you're, you're walking through like disneyland or yeah. something like that and you walk by somebody that smells like a bouquet you're like, yeah. whoa that's quite the uh the fume cloud you're walking through um,
1: I've, I've worked with people that for sure smell like they took a bath and whatever it was
0: yes and I, it's awful I've, I've worked with people like that and then i've also worked with people that had no idea what deodorant was and same yes and having to be the person that somehow drew the short straw and be like dude you've uh you know you've been really working hard but you <laughs> should make sure you're ready to work hard yeah and, and put some deodorant on before you really get sweaty, because...
1: Do you remember the natural deodorant rock? That crystal thing? You ever see one of those? Yeah. Yeah, I remember having one. I didn't use it as deodorant. I just had it.
0: It's like the Toms of Maine stuff. It's like, I think you're just rubbing like chalk and it doesn't do anything.
1: Right. I mean, I get why chemicals are bad for you, but...
0: When they work, they work. <laughs>
1: Sometimes society is better off if you, yeah. just, you just do that. Yeah. yeah, I don't... You know, I, I get self-conscious. Like, if I go work out or go on a run or whatever and then just immediately go somewhere or like i've got to run an errand or whatever i'm like in my head just apologizing to everybody i'm like my eyes are burning i can't imagine what yours are like
0: yeah that's true
1: like i feel like i you know sometimes even the way i guess you you offend yourself if you smell enough true true yeah i hate that but whatever (laughs) you know i mean that's life but yeah i don't i don't really strong smells especially like I don't know why people, you have like fruity hand soaps or not fruity, um, really floral hand soaps, things like that. Like lemon is sort of good enough
0: walking into like a bath and body. Oh dude, it's like a nightmare.
1: Uh, not that one's bad, but so is, um, Oh God. Bed, bath and beyond. Oh, like I get, I'm thinking about it now. It gives you Michael's. Oh, panic attack.
0: Even like that cinnamon smell or whatever. I
1: absolutely hate it. Oh, interesting! And it's not just that; it's the Bed Bath and Beyond, especially right, is like so many different smells from all the shit in there mixed together. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. I just—it's like. just overload. Oh, it's it's total sensory overload, and I I just don't it, it, it not necessarily panic, but I can definitely feel like I'm. It's making me uncomfortable. Huh? Yeah. Just thinking about it And now, I can smell Michael's, <laughs> <laughs> and I've like I've gone into Michael's and had stuff framed and things before, oh, yeah. and I basically have to beeline in. I have to know exactly where I'm going. Yeah. I beeline in, I get my stuff done and I walk right back out.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I I don't have that sensitivity to smell. I mean, sometimes it's just stuff I don't care for, but it doesn't bother me. But yeah, like anything that's overly fragrant. Like I remember, I don't think this happens nearly as much, but when you would walk in the mall and you would go enter Macy's or Nordstrom's, all the stupid, the cosmetics counter. Yes. Yeah. And they would either have the spray or they would be spraying the little strips of paper in the cards. Like that was always like the fume cloud, and I always yeah. try to like walk to the far left or the far right, right to kind of go around it somehow.
1: Like even those spray cards, like you, I wave it around for five minutes right. before air it out before to, you. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I just I don't know. And certain things, like some stuff is just really strong, but some stuff, something that's in it, I'm allergic to because I'll get a headache and a sore throat, hmm. which is strange. Yeah, which just not built for chemicals.
0: Your nose is just so
1: delicate. That's just huge. <laughs> That's the problem. It just takes in too much stuff. There you go. I think, too, it's like new car, like brand new cars, especially now with all the plastics and stuff. I've got a windows immediately down.
0: But I think a lot of the new car, I, I think. They're trying to get better. I was going to say, I, I would think modern manufacturing takes into consideration the, the odor of cars because it's, I think it's one of those things that must. be It's have- engineered. Well, yeah, yeah. like, the, the the intention of the scented leather or whatever, like, in a in a Range Rover, like, that leather has an intentional fragrance. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, like, along the lines of, like, from a customer satisfaction standpoint, like, I'm sure there's got to be some sort of J.D. Power survey question, like, how does your car smell? You know, there and is. so maybe they're trying to yeah, avoid some sort of negative score. Right. So they're trying to engineer out, like, all the the kind of toxic smelling stuff. I think it's
1: funny when people are like, I love new car smells. Like you love cancer.
0: I don't mind it.
1: I mean, it's weird how out. Yes, plastics yeah. is pleasant to yeah. some people. It's just overwhelming. So I just roll the windows down.
0: Yeah. I, I've been in a, a couple of new cars where after a couple of weeks, you notice there's like a thin haze on the interior glass, that nasty yellow. And it's the off gassing. Yeah, all... like, I don't smoke. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's disgusting. And actually, um, I've noticed that it lingers. Like I think my forerunner is almost three years old, and it still sometimes will have that that I've got to wipe down, and it's kind of gross. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I is. don't know. I, For the record, I'm sensitive to smells, apparently.
0: All right. Yeah. Do you want to end this or go outside and smell the roses? I want to go <laughs> outside where it's hot. And take a sniff? Yeah.
1: Maybe How? pee on a tree.
0: How are you going to be during the uh, International Street Fair? All those odors.
1: I'm going to be going other places. I think.
0: I think you should walk around with like a wagon full of like ice cold water and selling them for like a like two bucks a piece or something. No,
1: because that would require a permit. Really? Oh yeah. Even if it's just your own personal wagon that you just happen to be lugging through. Yeah, the cops won't be down for that. They're on top of all that kind of stuff.
0: You give them free water. No. <laughs>
1: They paid they pay double. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny, actually, really quick speaking of. So was it yesterday? Yesterday I was in the circle, and there was a guy with a Vespa okay. that had a sidecar, which first off,
0: bizarre. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. Um, older guy. Okay.
1: Was pro- he- I would say probably in his mid to late 60s. Okay. And looked like a dude that has spent most of his life at the beach, so he's like made out of leather. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of those guys. Cut off tank top. So anyways, I wasn't really thinking about it and uh I saw him, saw the thing. I was like, Oh, that's weird. I've never seen that before. And
0: he kick starts the thing. If you uh, go Yeah, to, there you go. If you go to VespaSidecar.com, there you go. <laughs> there's literally sidecar options for your Vespa.
1: So he kick starts it. Yep. Takes off. And I don't really think too much of it. And then it clicks. He's got no helmet on. Oh. Which is weird. Yeah considering that we have helmet laws and then it's not like he rode off into the sunset and I didn't see him again. I saw he was doing laps
0: around the traffic circle,
1: around the traffic circle, around the circle, like in and out of the circle. Like he was sticking around and it's not like he went, Oh shoot, I forgot my helmet and put his helmet on. He was just cruising around with no helmet.
0: I wonder if it's like, he was thinking that it's like an electric bicycle and therefore he didn't need to have a helmet. Was it
1: electric? No, no, he kickstarted it. Yeah. It was older. So that was kind of weird, and then, of course, I wanted—I was curious, like, what would a cop do?
0: Yeah. So you asked one? No. Oh
1: no! But there was no like—it's one of those situations where like, there's never a cop around when you, you want to see something yeah. happen. Not that I think the guy needs to get pulled over, but it is, was very curious.
0: Yeah. Does he get a warning? Was there a helmet in the sidecar? Was it, I don't know. Yeah. I will say, since you've talked about watching Top Gun, yeah, or planning to watch it possibly Tuesday, possibly the lack of a helmet in Top Gun is what pulled me out of the movie
1: like when he's on the bike yes on his motorcycle every
0: time they're on a motorcycle no helmets and the entire movie takes place in southern california weird so
1: yeah yeah that was just odd yeah that's weird you know tom cruise is uh in his contracts you know why he's on a motorcycle in every single movie he makes it's in his contract oh yeah okay that's why it's like what that mission impossible movies all have motorcycle chase scenes and stuff
0: interesting yeah why
1: Cause he's a bike guy.
0: Why? We understand that. But I mean, to have it written that every single character he plays must ride a bike,
1: dude, it's Tom Cruise. There's a lot of why happening. Yeah. That's right. True. Like he's into Dianetics. Yeah. He's like a 30, a 30th level grand wizard, <laughs> dragon master, whatever they call him. He's going to ascend to the pyramids. Yeah, I have no idea about Dianetics.
0: You haven't read the book. I have not, but I
1: have started getting, I think I told you this. Um, and we'll, we can end on this if you want, but I sure. started getting Instagram ads for Freemasons.
0: Okay, I, was, I thought you were going to go into Scientology. I was like, wow, that's, no, that's interesting weird. targeting.
1: Weird, but even Freemasons targeting me on Instagram is yeah, what bizarre. check boxes checkboxes are you ticking off? There's a... I walk by the temple. I think it's called a temple.
0: Oh, maybe. Oh, There's so one in the circle. You think it's location-based?
1: Maybe, but why... Are they recruiting folks on Instagram? I thought it was some secret society. You had to know somebody and they had to like verify that you, I don't know. Because I think Instagram, things.
0: you you give them a zip code and you give them an age. So they basically know where you are and how old you are. And then I'm, a, I'm a They s- do
1: have location tracking. They have location. And work. as of the last Apple update, they have precise location tra- tracking. Right. So maybe that's part of it, but... I still think it's strange that a secret a secret society I'm scare quoting that yeah. is recruiting <laughs> randos on Instagram.
0: Well, they probably just need numbers. I kind of I don't want to find out what it's all about. It's it's from what I've seen. It, there is the the superior being religious kind of angle to right. it. Right. And so, there. It's yeah. It is interesting. I don't know much about it. But I, I know for a while, like, I thought it would be kind of interesting to, to do something like that. Like... Uh, the Elks? Yeah, to,
1: to join, the, the Elks yeah. Club or... I don't know anything about the Elks either.
0: And like, I think they're both kind job? of the same thing. It's it's kind of like this doing good for the community, and it's got this kind of vague, loose, religious affiliation or association with... I um, know the
1: Elks has a bar.
0: Yes. And that's what I figured would be kind of fun, would just be an excuse to hang out with buddies... But, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't really know a lot about it. I thought it was strange that they think I need to be involved.
0: Right. But um, now that the microphones are listening, we'll see what yeah. kind of ads <laughs> we get. Yeah, exactly. I just, you know. You'll just have to stop by the Freemason booth at well, the so uh, street fair. I don't know if they have a booth. They but might they be cooking food.
1: Maybe. They definitely have the temple thing thingamajigger. And uh-huh. then down the road's the Elks. Okay. So I wonder if I could do both.
0: Oh, I don't know. I, I think they it's, do like, they, are they, it's like a rivalry? I think it's like a fraternity. You can only pledge once.
1: Oh, well. I would that do
0: maybe. the elk. Really? Yeah. We don't
1: know if the Masons have a bar. I know they have robes. Okay. That's about all I know.
0: I just want the one that's more laid back. And,
1: Probably the elks.
0: Yeah, less weird.
1: There's also a moose.
0: Yes, I, I. but I don't know what those are called. I don't know either. Yeah. Is and that then, the lady elks? I don't know, and then there's the Shriners, but I don't know if they do the same. Do the
1: Shriners even exist anymore? I think they still do. I the little car would be kinda cool. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and a Fez?
0: Uh, not so much the Fez, but the little car for Look, sure.
1: If the cost of entry to get the little car is to get a Fez. Yeah. I'm I, not opposed.
0: Yeah, I'll 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 jump through that hoop.
1: Yeah. I mean that's the, the like that's not that big of a deal.
0: No, I like got an adult sized power wheel, I'm down however.
1: Shriners tend to be big people. So they must have kitchens at their facilities? Maybe if there's a like a girth requirement, <laughs> I'm not into that. There's a
0: scale? <laughs> yeah,
1: like you sir are 200 must, pounds too. light.
0: must be this tall to enter, right? It just must be this. Yeah,
1: this heavy, big. Yeah. Anyway, that's what it I is.
0: It's a it's a drawbridge, but you got to stand on it to get the drawbridge to come down so you can cross. It's
1: okay. <laughs> so it's if you don't weigh enough, it won't work. It won't
0: come down. You can't go in. That's it. Won't funny. work. That would be that'd be funny actually. This was an extra fragrant episode. Oh, jeez, is it? Well, we talked about all these smells and all these memories. That's true. We got nostalgic.
1: Nostalgic smells. Which uh, I know some people that would say nostalgia is stupid.
0: I don't know if it is. I don't know if I agree with that.
1: I'm not saying I agree, but uh, I do know people that think nostalgia is a weakness. Okay. Yeah, like it's just why bother, being nostalgic about something. His memories, on. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying I've I've heard the argument that it's stupid to do that and just move on with your life, which is weird.
0: That's like kicking somebody in the nuts and saying, oh, <laughs> don't be nostalgic about the pain. Just move on.
1: Maybe they had a shitty childhood.
0: Well, that is possible, but yeah. it doesn't mean you can't have nostalgic elements in a shitty childhood. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, uh, you know, that's all I got. Yeah, all right, well, let's get out there. Let's make some memories. Enjoy your time in Detroit. <laughs> oh, it'll be...
1: As long as I don't get carjacked, it'll, well, I'm not going to be driving. So, I'm going to be, be chasing fun.
0: around the, the random AF taqueria street food vendor dude at every stop and getting as much birria as I can.
1: You've inspired me to go to the birria ramen place.
0: You, you, they serve birria ramen. It's so good. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Let's go get some food. All right. Bye.
1: You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.